This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday, September 14th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Apple updated its software for iPhone uh, iPhones to address a critical vulnerability that independent researchers say has been exploited by notorious surveillance software to spy on a Saudi activist. Researchers from the University of Toronto Citizen Lab said the software exploit has been in use since February and has been used to deploy spy- spyware made by Israeli firm NSO Group uh, that has allegedly been used to surveil uh, journalists and human rights activists in multiple countries. The urgent update that Apple released Monday plugs a hole in the iMessage software that allows hackers to infiltrate a user's phone without them even clicking any links. That's why that icon popped up asking me to rate the Saudi spyware. (laughs) I'm looking looking at my my account right now and it's not telling me that I have to do it, but it, there is a software update, even though I have automatic updates on. So, well, uh, probably update it. It yeah, might be no, kind of fun to check in on the this, the spy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so they're saying that it's not a threat to the overwhelming majority of users, but still they're encouraging everyone to update their mobile devices for protection. Right. Uh, Apple credited the Citizen Lab researchers for finding the vulnerability in a statement. The NSL group uh, did not address the allegations, only saying that the group will continue pr- to provide intelligence and law enforcement agencies around the world with life-saving technologies to fight terror and crime. In a lawsuit filed in 2019, Facebook Facebook accused NSL Group of being uh, complicit in a hack of 1,400 mobile devices using the WhatsApp. Hmm. The Philadelphia Theater Company is mandating vaccines for staff, performers, and patrons. The mandate goes into effect at the start of the November season. Those not eligible for a shot, like children, can present a negative test. Our industry has been so shaken in the past year and a half, and our best chance of going forward is for people to feel safe when they come, said Emily Zach, the managing director of the Philadelphia Theater Company. The theater is one of 32 in the region to collectively sign on to this new audience policy. New York's Broadway announced in the summer that audiences would need proof of vaccination. Just last week, President Joe Biden implored sporting venues to do the same. Some venues are even using the app Bindle to streamline vaccination uh, verification. Uh, The hope is that uh, they get the majority of the region's theaters on the app and normalize this new theater experience. A winning Powerball ticket was sold in Pottstown. Oh! Whoa! (laughs) Well, the ticket is worth $2 million. It's not the big one. Rip off! (laughs) So the ticket worth $2 million was sold at the Y. On West Schuylkill Road, Pennsylvania lottery officials say the ticket matched all five white balls drawn on Saturday, September 11th, uh, which were 20, 31, 38, 40, and 49. It did not pick the red Powerball of 21. The player chose the power play option, which brought the winnings from $1 million to $2 million. Pennsylvania lottery Powerball winners have one year from the drawing date to claim the prize. Officials say the holder of the winning ticket should sign the back of the ticket and contact the nearest lottery office. That Wawa earned Ten thousand dollar bonus for selling the winning ticket. Wednesday's Powerball drawing is, war- is still worth four hundred and thirty-two million dollars. In sports this morning, hey! 
The Phillies were off last night, and tonight they open up a three-game series at home against the Chicago Cubs. With only 19 games remaining in the regular season, the Phillies are four and a half games behind the Atlanta Braves in the National League East. Kyle Gibson will get the start, and game time is set for 7.05. In Monday Night Football, Derek Carr and the Raiders beat the Baltimore Ravens in Las Vegas in front of a crowd of 61,756. And in the first regular season NFL game played in front of fans in the city's history, the Raiders came back from an early two-touchdown deficit and won 33 to 27 in overtime. And the Flyers will soon have a new song to celebrate goals scored at Wells Fargo Center. For the first time in franchise history, the Flyers are asking fans to help select the team's new goal song by submitting their nominations. The Flyers will review the submissions and select a list of finalists. Before the season begins on October 15th, fans will once again be able to vote to help select the final new goal song, which will be revealed on opening night. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. And uh, we're a couple of days into the work week. Glad you're on board. If you missed out, I, I didn't mention this yesterday when we started the show, but our Word of the Week prize, I, I believe it. I don't, I'm not sure if I mentioned it at the start of the show. But anyhow, we have six a uh, six-pack of pit tickets for the MMRBQ a week from this Saturday. A week from Ooh. this Saturday. What in the hell? And we can put you and five of your friends right down front in uh, in the closest to the stage that you can possibly get. So, heads up on that, and we'll do the letter at the end of the program. And uh, if you missed yesterday, well, maybe you can... You can figure it out with just four letters. So we uh, just want to remind you of that. Uh, also, today is Tuesday, and as Pierre would say, we have a to Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, chance we would have a President Steve to two. Uh, and it is courtesy of our friends from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So get on it. Text the word tattoo to 39333, and we'll see if you win by the end of the show. We just randomly choose somebody. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, we also have a guest on the program, fresh off his win... Of an MTV Video Music Award, DJ Cummerbund is going to be joining us. Now, he is the guy who we'd started, you know, a long time ago doing the Mashup Madness game uh, where we take songs that we found that were put together from DJ Cummerbund, most of them anyway. Yes. Uh, And we have you identify the two songs. And we reached out to him after doing that contest a few times, and he made a Preston and Steve Mashup Madness jingle for us, which is really cool. And now... He's an MTV Video Music Award winner. <laughs> it just it's doesn't get any better. Awesome. So yeah. we're going to talk to him a little later on. He tweeted something about it uh, out at, uh, yesterday saying that he can't wait to talk to us. So we'll check in with him and see how he is. And I think I'll have to check with Marissa, but we might have enough to play Mashup Madness today it, before we go to it. Of course. It's yeah. only appropriate. Uh, and Casey says we got some good prizes, so we yeah. will do that at some point, maybe in the 8 o'clock hour. Now, with that, not only winning all that stuff, MMR's money clips continue. Day number two on this. It's almost too much to comprehend. We have your chance to win $500 on our show two times alone. That'll be at 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. And then it goes on throughout the course of the day, seven times total. Details at WMMR.com if you need to find out exactly how to do it. But it's stupid simple. I'll explain it as soon as we get to that 8 o'clock time frame and give you the word that you need to text in or enter through the app or through the website. And you could win some money today. So that's happening twice during our show alone. So these things and more are taking place. I think you ought to hang out for a yeah, little bit. Yeah. I think we'll have a good time this morning. Let's take a quick break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report. My God, the Met Gala was Yay! last night. The things we have to talk about. <laughs> We're people. so tired. Aren't you tired from last I'm night? I'm wiped, so man. Tired. Uh, we'll also get to a stupid question as well. We'll be back in a sec. Stay with us. Not only can you hear, Brett.
Preston and Steve. You can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Okay, so we're going to give away the $50 Bonefish Grill gift card that we had yesterday to give away. We'll do another one of those for the stupid question. Uh, interesting one for you this morning. Which animated Disney film has more songs and characters than any other? Ooh, interesting question. 215-263-WMMR. Um, I will give you a hint. It'll narrow it down just a little bit. It's an old school film. Okay. All right. We, and All right. and it's, say, say the question again. Which animated Disney film has more songs and characters than any other? So it's not Frozen. A lot of no. songs in that. So I'll, I'll go ahead and not a lot of cast members. Though. Knock that one out of the way. But let's see if you happen to know the answer to this. Two one five two six three WMMR. I mentioned some birthdays while we're waiting for that answer. Today is Tuesday, September fourteenth. We'll start with actor Andrew Lincoln. Yes, Rick Grimes. He's great from Walking Dead. You are correct. I think I might be the only person that's still watching The Walking Dead. You guys don't watch it anymore, right? I gave right? up on it. Uh, the 10th season is when I bailed, yeah. The, the big thing for me was after all Negan had done. Yeah, I'm I like, know. if you are not seeing yes. the merit in wasting <laughs> this mother effort right now, there's no hope. I know, I know. But the, the, those guys, yeah, that's not how they roll. Don't they, care. I know. No, you know Kill what? Him. You know what happened? Uh, he was such a popular character. That's it. They couldn't let it go. I don't yeah. know what happened to him in the comic book, or, or... I believe that anyway. Okay, yeah, so I don't either. I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, unless the comic book kept them alive, and then if the comic book kept them alive, I don't then... know. It's just like one of those things. But Rick Rick was. He's the anchor character for yes. me, you know, and Rick Grimes. Is there a movie coming out with him? Yes. Okay. Uh, wow. Yeah, spring Break. Uh, uh, <laughs> Walking Dead Spring Walking Break. Walking Dead Spring Break. <laughs> they go to Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> Two daiquiris, sir. <laughs> Zombies in Paradise. Oh, my God. <laughs> Booger. <laughs> What's he doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Two daiquiris, please. <laughs> alpha betas. Oh, Damn alpha betas. <laughs> so privileged. <laughs> <laughs> My God, I love that concept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> All right. Well, Andrew Lincoln uh, turns 48 years old today. Uh, Nick, you, you have info on the... Oh, yeah, I mean, there's no title for it yet, although no Steve may be spring break. But uh, <laughs> the only cast member that they announced, uh, cast members, are, are Andrew Lincoln and Pollyanna McIntosh. Um, yeah, I don't know her. So anyway, uh, but it's um, it's in pre-production. Oh. Do you know what I'm probably going to do? I'm probably yeah. going to do press in a quick cliff notes. Um, surveying of, of the, the remaining territory that both you and I passed on because I do want to be a part of that series wrap-up yeah. because it's going to yeah. be big. Well, there's other things. So they have there's three different series now. 
And the right. Fear the Walking Dead, I actually, I, I fell off of, and then I got back on, right. and then I fell off again. But they show the previews for the Fear the Walking Dead, and I'm like, oh, my God. I, like, I can't believe where that, and they're in the same universe. Well, now, the there's, now there's, like, uh, what's, you watch the other series, which is basically uh, Teen Walking Dead, or it's a younger... Yeah, it's, uh, I forget what it's called, but it's supposed to be them in the future, not like... I, I don't know how far in the future, and uh, timeline-wise, I don't know where any of this it, stuff really it, is. You know what it goes to, Casey? It goes to the same reason why, for me, I, I tapped out on some of the DC stuff um, on, on the CWs, because it, it's too much of the same. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I care how much you same write thing. it or how differently you write it, you're, you're just really scraping the same deal. All right, well, Andrew Lincoln is 48. We'll wait for the movie and see what we think about then. Um, I also saw director and writer Bong Joon-ho. Yes. Uh, who did Parasite. Yeah. And Snowpiercer. He not only directed those, he, he wrote, wrote those, them. too. Uh, I did not see Parasite. I know I should. I hear it's great. Uh, Parasite is, is really, really good. Uh, if you get a chance, um, catch Snowpiercer, Preston. The movie is really cool. It has almost like that one of those 70s high concept sort of things like Escape from New York. Mm -hmm. You know, this super long train with different societies on it and all that stuff. It's very cool. Uh, So he celebrates a birthday today. Also, Faith Ford, the actress, always dug her. Yeah. Uh, Corky Sherwood on Murphy (laughs) Brown, Mm -hmm. and she was on Hope and Faith. Uh, and has done a few movies here and there. She was in a series, Hope and Faith was the series, where I believe Megan Fox was her daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, she is 57 today. Uh, Walter Koenig, who is, uh, of course, Chekhov from Star Trek. Uh, he turns 85 years old today. We wow. just talked to him a couple months ago. Yeah, a little while ago. Uh, then we have Sam Neill. Oh. The great Sam Neill. Hunt for Red October, Jurassic Park, of course. First movie I ever saw him in was a movie called, I think it was Dead Calm and Nicole Kidman. Okay. I remember uh, that movie. Yeah. Uh, was he on the boat with On the boat, yeah. 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 Uh, he turns 74 years old today. Uh, let's see. Dmitry Medved- Medvedev, the prime minister of Russia, former president of Russia, is 56 today. Uh, and you know who he celebrates a birthday today? Oh. With Bowser from Shana. Oh, they ought to get together. Bowser, it's Dmitry. How's it going for today? You getting many presents? <laughs> Bowser, John Bowser Bauman uh, is 74 years old today. They were at Woodstock. It's crazy, man. It's it's great yeah. to see them come out and do that. Do you remember the Shanana TV series? Oh, I watched it every yeah. single week. Actually, by then it was probably reruns and it was on every right. night. But as a kid, I don't know why. <laughs> I love it. You probably have no idea what that was, Casey. Nah. So it was a uh, it, it was a show that uh, that was a throwback to 1950s uh, music. Yes, uh, rock and roll, the early days right. of rock and roll, and they were like a, a nine member group. You know who they were? They were in uh, in Greece. They were uh, uh, Johnny Gamble in the Casinos. Oh, that's Sha Na Na. Oh, that whole band is Sha Na Na, and they had a TV show, and it was a it was a loving look at at that music. Yeah. But they did skits, and it was goofy. It was you know what it was? It was like hee haw for grease balls. <laughs> that's exactly what it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. My it only was... knowledge of Bowser is from the um, uh, the song from Adam Sandler. Uh, so oh, Bowser Bowser's from Shana, Shana. He's, he's yeah. Jewish. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Celebrates Hanukkah. And, uh, I forgot about Hanukkah that. Song, that's yeah, the uh, I know uh, Homer Simpson's father wanted to see Shana at when he went to Woodstock. He <laughs> right. Didn't care about Jimi Hendrix or he's, any of the. Uh, he's not going for the. <laughs> bring out Shana Na. That's <laughs> great. Seventy-four. Bowser is, and then the last birthday is actress Melissa Leo. 
Oh, she's great. Uh, yeah, The Fighter, uh, which is, you know, I've never watched that entire movie, but the scenes I've seen from it, I'm like, <laughs> they're just a bunch of despicable people yeah, in that. With your MTV hair. Yeah. Uh, um, you know what she's really good in is uh, the Denzel Washington uh, flight. She's the FAA. Okay. She's leading the investigation into the crash. That was a good movie. Yeah. Uh, and she's also great, uh, Steve, in Oblivion. Yes, with uh, uh, Tom Cruise. She's also in the Equalizer. She is the um, she oh. is the um, spy connection for Denzel again uh, in the first one. Oh yeah, and in the second in the one. Second one she, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. Are they going to make a third Equalizer? Yes, they are. Ooh. I can't get enough of those movies. Me too. Uh, so Melissa Leo is sixty one today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the super question: Which animated Disney film has more songs and characters than any other? Two one five two six three WMMR. The number. I will go to Derek for the answer. Yo, Derek. Good morning. Good morning. What's the deal? Yo, the <laughs> deal is. I think you have to answer my question, and you get a prize. What is it? What movie? Alice in Wonderland. You got it. <laughs> I don't have a number. For how many songs and characters, I just know that it came from IMDb, and that is the source. So, Alice in Wonderland, more songs and characters than any other animated Disney film. Uh, Derek, hang on. We are going to give you a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. You can discover Bonefish Grills, new shrimp rangoon salmon or seasonal pineapple glazed shrimp paired with a refreshing watermelon martini. And if you're ready for a new adventure, Bonefish Grill is hiring. You can visit Bonefish Grill. Dot com for information. As I said earlier this morning, the Met Gala was last night headed by Vogue's Anna Wintour. It's amazing. And known as New York City's Party of the Year returned after being canceled in 2020 amid the pandemic. Uh, the evening, which benefits the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute, got off to an early evening start with guests including Kiki Palmer, Kiki. Uh, Ilana Glazer, and Emma Chamberlain making their way up the museum's steps. Uh, the co-chairs of the evening are or were Timothy Chalamet, Billie Eilish, uh, Amanda Gorman, and Naomi Osaka, joining honorary chairs Wintour, Ford, and Instagram head Adam Mosseri. And John what? Madden. And John Madden <laughs> as well. What actually happens at the event? Do, we, like, do they go? Do they, they sit have a, down? Do they, they have, have a dinner. Like, yeah. Okay. They definitely have a dinner. And, Kath, that's all that I know. I assume people get up and speak and they talk yeah, about okay. what's new in fashion. And, 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 and then they offer awards and things like that. That's what I'm guessing. Bikini-clad women oil wrestle. Is right. That the, uh, I think that's the well, because I can't imagine any the majority of the people actually being able to sit down in what they wore. No, right. no. Like, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, how do they sit at a table? It has to be a giant table for all these giant dresses and... Well, the entire event is predicated on being seen. Yeah. That's oh, what well, it's about. Yeah, and yeah. the yeah. most outrageous outfits I've yes. seen yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was night. very... This is one insane. of the most interesting uh, outfit-wise, anyway. Yep. I, you know, I try to have no judgment on it because whatever. Uh, because you want to go one year. Well, no, I, 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 no, I have zero desire oh. to... I just want to be invited, Steve. Yeah. No, uh, I have zero desire, desire to go. I just, I, I try not to judge. But when I see it, I can't help but think of it. What, all right, so in the Hunger Games, District 7, uh, District 13, which district is it that they're trying to topple? I can't help but think of that district. The district city. The capital city. Well, yeah. Capital city is where, okay. yeah, that's yeah. where all, all the outrageous people right. dress. Yes. And, yes. I can't help but think of capital city from oh, Hunger yeah. Games when I see that. Yeah. It's just, you know, yeah. to me, it's just uh, 
over so, excess. Uh, the red carpet typically wraps up at 8 p.m. Anna Wintour runs a tight ship, and that's when dinner is served. But a protest in the neighborhood earlier in the day held up arrivals among the reasons that stars, including Regina King, who's wearing Michael Kors collection, and Whoopi Goldberg and Valentino were still ascending the steps after 9 p.m. Last to arrive for the night was Rihanna. Uh, she was wearing a dramatic look yeah. by Balenciaga with almost 270 carats of Bulgari diamonds and ASAP Rocky. Uh, Rihanna's late entrance was among the elements that highlighted the comeback of the event. Uh, the night's early guests also included Adrian Brody with Georgina Chapman on his arm, Saweetie in Christian Cowan, and David Byrne in Philip Lim. Uh, while the traditional first arrival up the steps was co-chair Wintour, who eschewed her the Chanel she often wears in favor of a floral Oscar de la Renta oh, gown. Oh, you know what an upset that is. Uh, she did it for a particular reason, and I forgot what, but it was in here. Here it had to do. She said it was my it, it was an and my homage to my friend of the late designer who passed away in 2014. She said he's the person who brought me to the museum in the first place. So that's why she passed oh. on the Chanel and went with that. Uh, Chalamet paired his uh, Hader Ackerman white tuxedo with Converse Chuck Taylor high-top sneakers. The latter, his nod to the night's request to dress in the American spirit. Hmm. So that's why he went with the Chucks. Uh, Billie Eilish, meanwhile, sent social media into a frenzy. Oh, my God. <laughs> when she channeled the Marilyn Monroe vibe. My, I didn't my wife was, was literally trembling as we were live streaming. And I told her to lay down. Uh, she was in a uh, diaphanous ball gown by Fernando Garcia oh, and Lorex Kim for Oscar de la Renta. Yes, it was a different look for her, for sure. Different look, but she looks good. Uh, she, yeah. she's, she's as actually a, 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 a beautiful young lady. Yeah. Kathy, uh, how much do you think this dress weighs? Because that's just massive. All of them. Like, I'm just looking at some of the stuff. Like, there were people, there was somebody who was wrapped in a blanket, essentially. Uh, and, yes. And I'm like, this is, I, I don't know what it weighs. I'll tell you me, this. It can't be comfortable. Nothing that they wear here it ha- can be comfortable. I'm wearing Except basketball shorts and a Harvest t-shirt, and I feel great. <laughs> so, the event had, of course, its fair share of outrageous looks, and it wouldn't be the Met Gala without them. Kim Kardashians, did you see her? <laughs> I that is... I just laughed out loud when I yeah. saw what she wore. To me, I, so she's right. This she's is essentially wearing the green man outfit, but it's black. <laughs> but it's yeah, black. Uh, <laughs> and it's got a cape to it, and her hair, her you know, is. It's, so she's she's wearing the green man. The outfit. green man, except it's in black. You're exactly black. right. Yeah. Now, if if there was any sort of pre-creative meeting before this. They should have made sure it wasn't Kim. And she revealed right. like she didn't even attend. Attends. And it was somebody else. That would be a oh, thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's That would be our way in. It should be Jose Canseco. <laughs> yeah. um, and then... It's a, the, this is a costume party. That's, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, that's, well, to well, some yeah. extent, there are yeah. a lot of people that actually do dress. We, we just see the really outrageous yes. ones, which there right. are a lot of them. That's there how you get the press. People that go to this. But there are people that will dress fairly just in in standard fashion, high fashion, that is. But this is the outrageousness that makes this event really get the spotlight on it as well. There's little Nas extras to see three people. So that was the one I was going to mention next. And I don't, uh, unfortunately, I had another, the, the sheet that had the details of his is missing here. But nonetheless, he had this gigantic cape that covered his entire body. It was like a, uh, 
it, it was like a cloak on steroids. Uh, it was it was okay. something that uh, that you know the most regal of kings would go. That's yeah. a bit much. Yeah. Louis the Fourteenth would it's, wear something. Yeah, like, it's yeah. gold, and then he took it off, and underneath it was essentially a C three PO suit of armor. I kind of like it. Yeah, gold, <laughs> shiny. I kind of do too. Do you think- it reminds uh, me a little bit, Preston, of the of the Tin Man in the Wiz. Okay, right. yeah, yeah, I can see that. Wait, but then there was another outfit and under then, that. Yeah, so he takes he takes <laughs> off the robe, and then he's wearing this thing, the C three PO outfit. And uh, when they tell him no droids are allowed in, he took that off. And then he's wearing this kind of skin tight prince type of uh, outfit. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, all gold. The yeah. very first outfit, Steve, reminds me of the Carol Burnett show when she wears the curtains. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, I saw the, this in the window. The, gone with the wind uh, yeah. parody. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. So those were the really <laughs> ridiculous outfits of the evening, and there were several other ones too. And and people, you know, some people you don't know they they are of of a certain level of celebrity that is not a list and they'll wear these outfits to maybe get some press and kind of get the light shine on them absolutely them, i should say you know one of the big controversies is that they courted a number of the uh, social media people you know the the tiktokers and and oh, you really? and so the established celebrities were not i'm not down with that Simone yeah. Biles was there uh Oh, is that her bouncing around? No, no, she okay. was there uh, as a guest. Not no, that's as a Oprah. So, uh, so yeah, so that's back. That happened. But, but if you want to have fun, uh, do a little search Met Gala outfits today and take a look at some of these because they're just some of them are just absolutely ridiculous. All right, on to some other stuff. Uh, Jeff Bridges shared a whole host of happy news on his website. Bridges revealed that his cancer. The diagnosis of which he first made public last fall is in remission. Excellent. And he also said he battled COVID uh, but recovered from that. And he said, lots has gone down since my last installment. Uh, He's 71 years old, by the way. Uh, My cancer is in remission. The 9 by 12 inch mass has shrunk down to the size of a marble. It was 9 by 12 inches? That's what it says. 9 inches by 12 inches, he wrote. So that would be. That's insanely big. That would be huge. Yeah. That's like uh, basketball, right? Uh, I think he might be. I don't he know. If, probably meant might yards, be centimeters, <laughs> yards. <laughs> he's got the little uh, the little marks yeah. there to I say know. inches. So I don't really know. But nonetheless, he goes on to say, "COVID kicked my ass pretty good, but I'm double vaccinated and feeling much better now." He said, "I heard that the vaccine can help folks with long term COVID. Maybe that's uh, the cause for my quick improvement." Um, and he he called his cancer a joke compared to COVID, by the way. So it really, uh, as far as world. how he felt, sure. it really kicked him in the ass. Well, his, his system was depressed to begin with, so it must have waylaid him. Uh, after bouncing back from cancer and COVID, he said that he was able to dance with his daughter Haley at her wedding to Justin Shane with the help of oxygen. Uh, he also said that he would uh, he would be able to resume production of FX as the old man. He said, now he's hoping to ditch the oxygen. He said, we've been concentrating on getting me off the oxygen assistance, uh, which until recently I've been needing to walk around. Uh, the sound it makes reminds me of Darth Vader is what he said. <laughs> uh, so that's great. Jeff Bridges is one of those guys. I really would like to talk to. He's, he's a national treasure. He, he did is. one of those, and we keep referring to those GQ um, uh, videos where these stars talk about their movies. And his approach, like even like Iron Man and everything, he, he is an artist, but he's also obviously easy to work with. Like, yeah. Okay, this is the way we're doing it, I guess. You know what scene I love in Iron Man with him is when uh, one of his scientists says, we, we can't make the arc reactor. And he goes, Tony Stark made this <laughs> in a cave. Yeah. 
with a bunch of scraps. It's great. And the guy he's also, like, I'm not Tony Stark. <laughs> you know. You know why he's great too, though. But the, like the scene where he has the pizza. You know, and he's just dropped. Yeah. yeah. There's a scene in in in, in uh, Hell or High Water where he and he is this this uh, Texas trooper, uh, state trooper. And he's he sits down. In case I, I, maybe you know the scene. He's talking to Chris Pine. He knows Chris Pine, Pine has been part of this bank robbery. He can't quite prove it, right? But he sits down and he's doing all these things that are, you would think only a guy who really was that this guy, guy would yeah. do it. He he rests his hat on his boot at, mm-hmm. on the corner and you know does, does like a little hand gesture. Like God damn, he's really so good. Very very yeah. character. Subtle. Yeah. And, and Crazy Heart. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Just it's amazing. An, an amazing movie. So I'm really happy he's on The Men. That's cool. Uh, Prince Andrew has apparently been served on Friday. And after David arrived in New York Federal Court, showing that a process server in London went to Andrew's residence at Windsor Castle August 27th to deliver documents from Virginia Roberts Jeffrey's uh, sex abuse suit. And left them with a police officer on duty. Now, how's this going to impact his appearance on Bachelor in Paradise? The Duke of York is not expected at the federal courtroom in New York on Monday where the case is set to be tried. But his lawyer is. Uh, Jeffrey and her lawyer, David Boyes, have uh, expressed frustration over the their inability to serve Andrew. On uh, the affidavit process, server Cesar Augusto uh, Sepulveda hey. attested that he asked to see Andrew in person but was told that it's not possible. Where is he? The cop said he couldn't answer questions according to the affidavit but stated that by leaving there, the court process would be forwarded on to the legal team. He did not hand the papers personally to Andrew but asserted that the service was in accordance with Section 6 of the Civil Procedure Rules of the United Kingdom. So that means he's been served. He's been served. Uh, So I was reading an article about how um, there, it appears... That Sarah Ferguson and he are talking again. Okay. Yeah. And I'm wondering, Preston, if this is part of a chess move where they're saying... Maybe. Wouldn't it look good publicly... Maybe. ...if you were a married man, yeah. you know, and back with your family, and this could sort of deflect all this Epstein stuff? Yeah, we'll see. Meanwhile, a new tribute to the late Prince Philip has been released. It features uh, private footage from Queen Elizabeth's collection, and viewers can find Philip tricycle racing... <laughs> With his kids, Prince Charles and Princess Aww. Anne, as a young Elizabeth chases them. Other glimpses show Princess son Charles with his grandsons, uh, William and Harry, sharing their thoughts. Uh, and William said he's always been a huge presence behind everything we've done, really. And Harry said, what you see is what you got with my grandfather. He was unapologetically him. Uh, the documentary Prince William, Prince Philip. The royal family remembers will air on September 22nd on the BBC. Uh, insiders are defending Denise Richards after her daughter, with her ex, of course, Charlie Sheen, uh, Sammy Sheen, who is 17, Sammy, claimed in a TikTok that she was, quote, trapped in an abusive household and hated myself, claiming that she would, quote, go days without eating or sleeping, insanely depressed, hated school, etc. Yeah, this is the kid saying this. Now... Let me shed a little bit more light on this. She added that she, quote, finally moved out of the house, had a spiritual awakening, awakening, owns two cats, happy, single, full of self-love, and dropped out of school. Uh, Her TikTok is now private. Now, Charlie said via his publicist that the drama has been overblown. He said, Sam is amazing. I love her and all my children unconditionally. We're having a ball. And then he wrote, GED, here we come. She dropped out of school. Duh. Uh, now, a source... Elsa, G-Matt. 
A source says Denise set normal rules that any parent would be setting. She's a mom and a parent, and there are rules she didn't want to follow the rules, meaning the daughter. Now, uh, the source said Charlie didn't support implementing Denise's rules. He has a different way of parenting, and Sammy decided to live with her dad. Denise loves her daughter very much, and she's saddened by the situation. Now, this is a... This is a, an anonymous source. I don't know if right. that's true or not, but it could be the case of two different parents, two different parenting styles, and you like the one I'm style. A celestial the surfboard riding warlock. Right. Yeah. Who yeah. wouldn't want to hang out with that? <laughs> right. Dad. To... Can I get a car? Yeah. Ah, uh, duh. Uh, Denise shares daughters Sammy and Lola Rose uh, with Charlie. By the way, Sammy's seventeen and Lola Rose is sixteen. Uh, and she welcomed her later, her daughter, uh, Louise Joni, who is now 10 in 2011. And, of course, Charlie and Denise split in 2005 after they had got married in God, 2002. Remember when he went nuts and went on that tour? Oh, oh yeah. The torpedo of a truth tour. Truth tour. <laughs> yeah. It was, that was a weird. So bizarre. Whole weird time. I remember that clearly, just watching that whole thing crumble and implode. <laughs> he, he played the Tower Theater yeah. here with, in uh, Philly. Was Jeff Ross with him in that appearance? I, I think he might Probably have been, right? Probably was, because he was the, he was the opening guy. Yes, he Jeff was. Ross and was? Then, yeah. Jeff Ross. And then he ended up kind of taking over it and trying to... <laughs> Um, I guess mediated a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Charlie would Charlie sort of sit on stage. Charlie would just come out with no agenda, yeah, uh-huh. no stand-up routine, right. and then the audience would be sitting there going, what do we okay, do? what do we do? What, do, what are you going to do? We're here to see a show. I'm going to do one of uh, Bill Cosby's routines. Uh, right, right. Sit on a chair. Love the chocolate cake. Right. You know, yeah, dad is great. I'm seeing smoke come out of my mouth. Wow. Uh, so yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> he uh, he's done something that I think is probably the smartest thing he's done in quite a while. He finally removed that grill, oh, that yeah. ridiculous grill that made him look like a, uh, a Colombian and, drug lord. And he also just stopped. He just stopped. I smell the roses now, Preston. Yeah, he 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 quit talking. You know what I yeah. mean? That's the worst thing he could do, which is just to keep. Emoting and shutting up his oh my his god his case he needed to do that <laughs> look at so his bad. picture Preston oh, we're looking at a video of him oh a picture of him with it's not grill. good and I wonder what his health status is because he was diagnosed with uh, with AIDS I I've heard that it's in check um, and that he's doing okay you yeah. know and uh, his he had multiple substance abuse issues so yeah. I don't know you know yeah. uh, I'm doing okay all right happy to hear I'm that. doing Zumba. Nice to see you doing well, Zumba. Absolutely. Well, people still do that. I love it. Okay. He's only on one drug now. Yes. My life. Drug. It's called Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. <laughs> and I take it intravenously. Do you have bubble. the Mercury surfboard stuff, Casey? Yeah, so I, I want to hear a couple more Charlie yeah, I Sheen I had clips, so though. many clips of him. The wit and wisdom of a Charlie Sheen. We and used to have him on a uh, on a, uh, a board a with Charlie all Sheen of them page. there. Case. Yeah, so everything, uh, I, I mean, I have it. Here it is. Okay. I've been riding it on a uh, on a Mercury surfboard. People who say self-aggrandizing things like that, and that's that's to me that's like a David Lee Roth type of thing. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, we'll move on. Uh, uh, an actress you probably don't know. She was on Doctor Who, and I think she was only on maybe one episode, but nonetheless, her name was Tanya Fear. Uh, she was found safe days after she was reported missing in Los Angeles last week. Uh, the police confirmed that the actress and stand-up comedian's family had been notified. On Monday, insiders confirmed that she had been located and removed from the missing person's database. 
During a phone call with the LAPD, no additional information was provided. I was able to find her person. I was flying over her house on my Mercury surfboard. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you uh, get a good aerial view. get a good view. Yeah. That's great. I didn't think of that. Charlie Sheen. I'm like Silver Surfer. Yeah. Uh, so, her manager said, we will have a statement shortly once we have confirmed. Once we make it up. Uh, confirmation ourselves. So I don't know what the story was. Her friends and family started a social media appeal to find her after a missing persons report was filed on Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I have n- no details. So I'm sure there's oh, going to be a follow-up on Glad that. they found her. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kate Hudson uh, shared that she and her longtime love, Danny Fujikawa, are now engaged. He is a musician, yes? I don't know. I think that's all she's attracted to. She has a couple of musicians in her past. Matt right. Bellamy and uh, Chris Robinson, right? She was married to both. Married to both. She um, was at the Met Gala last night. She looked good. She actually, oh, really? Yeah, she had, um, it was like a two-piece outfit, but she looked really good. Okay. She uh, showed up dressed as Admiral Ackbar and then took it off. <laughs> she is in, Case, didn't you watch uh, Truth Be Told? Yes. She's in the new season of that. Okay, that's why I was like, uh, I was like, what am I watching that she's in? Yeah, she looks weird. Uh, uh, so I don't, I don't like what, the work she's had done. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. She looks, it looks like she just had the work done and then filmed. Like, she needs a little time for her face oh, to, like, to, to, like, to, to settle. Look, yeah, to settle a little bit. <laughs> she was always <laughs> yeah. so fresh-faced. To let and, the like, foundation yeah. settle a bit. It, it almost made her, like, at first I was like, is that her? And then, yeah. you know, and then as soon as she speaks, you know it's her. Right. But it was a little like I was like, oh no. Why do people do that to their bodies? Right. Thanks, uh, Charlie. So <laughs> she shared a selfie of herself in Fujikawa, writing "Let's go" with a series of bride and groom emojis. Third time's the charm. Uh, Kate Beckinsale is getting better. The 48-year-old landed in the hospital with a back issue. I think she fell down. Yeah. Uh, but 30 stories. Uh, she sh- No, not that far. She shared on Monday that she is feeling a lot better, and she wrote, Thank you so much for your kindness, message- your kind messages and love. So speaking of falling down, when we were on vacation back in uh, August, uh, Trevor Moore had passed away, and-, and all it said was that he was he had an accident, and it didn't... It, right. it didn't it, um, explain what the accident was, and then I I saw that he had fallen. Um, I wasn't sure if you guys had heard. I've heard nothing. Um, okay, remind me who Trevor Trevor Morris, uh, whitest kid you know. Uh, he's been in our studio a couple of times. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, he's did the the, the Lincoln clips of yes. Uh, oh, you've had it. Oh, oh now, yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember seeing that news, and it was horrible. And yeah, Casey, I didn't find out exactly. Oh, now you f***ed up. That's him. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, yeah. He's he's the he's the pissed off audience member. The other one of the other characters in the troop is playing Lincoln. Oh, okay. He's, so he's the one who finally him. responds and goes up and kills Lincoln. All right. Oh, so man. the only um, explanation I've seen since then was just sort of a headline, just saying that he had fallen, and uh. I don't know if he, mm. you know, and it doesn't really. I mean, it doesn't take much, right? Um, no, you can you can. Just, no, we're pretty yeah. fragile uh, creatures, and, right? And you can you can fall in the wrong way, and we're very resilient. Snap but, your neck, and yeah. you know it can it can happen. So that's sad news. Yes, it can. A yeah, right? Yeah, yeah Nick would know. A new report from the Hollywood Reporter today explores the increasingly complex negotiations taking place behind the scenes between Apple and Warner Brothers in regards to Ted Lasso. Ooh. Uh, the report details that the two are in negotiations regarding a variety of things, including linear TV rights, contracts, and the fate of the show after the third season. 
Uh, the stars recently engaged in contract renegotiation with Warner Brothers Television, which netted them all sizable pay increases. Which they deserve. And this also includes writer and executive producers with the renegotiations between Warner and the writers actually delaying the start of season three work. Contract negotiations like these are common for a show that is perhaps more popular than anticipated, which has happened <laughs> with this. They thought they had a hit on their hands, but they didn't know it was going to be as well-received as it has been. 20 Emmy nominations. Uh, and again, uh, for people who are reticent and think it's this sort of, you know, sports, there is sports involved. There's obviously soccer. Uh, but it is, there is no show currently that comes to mind that is even remotely like it. It is, it literally will make you feel good and inspired with yes. just about every episode. And laugh and, and laugh and, and cry. And have yeah. faith in humanity. It's, it's so great. Yeah. It's it could be the best show I've ever seen. Sources sources say that the uh, the writers room officially began work September thirteenth on season three. Further delays could have jeopardized Apple's intention to bring Ted Lasso back in summer of twenty twenty two after the sophomore season. Uh, returned July 23rd with six times the viewership of its series <laughs> debut a year ago. Uh, the New Deal uh, will net Jason Sudeikis in the vicinity of a million dollars an episode for season three. Uh, this includes creator's fees, compensation for his role as Ted, as well as compensation for being the head writer and executive producer. Uh, it's a notable increase from the probably two hundred fifty to $300,000 per episode that he earned for seasons one and two. Other stars on the show are seeing raises from the fifty to seventy-five thousand dollars per episode range for season one and two, between one hundred twenty-five and one hundred fifty thousand dollars per episode for season three. So Brett Goldstein, who's one of the uh, actors on the show as well as co-creator, um, he he writes. You know, uh, he's written a few of the episodes. I watched a few things that he's done away from the the Roy character. And uh, it's funny to see him sans yeah. sans the beard yeah. or growth and uh, the gruff d- demeanor. He's you know yeah. he's that's such a put on character, and he's so good at it. I remember some of the other cast members saying like he is the most smiling, yes. happy guy, fun guy that you will meet, and he plays Roy. He's a stand up comedian. This gruff yeah. is he? Yeah, uh, individual. <sighs> so. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Apple and Warner Brothers are also in negotiations on the future of the show. Warner wants Apple to cover the rapidly rising cost of production, uh, and the show apparently is not driving much profit for Warner despite its popularity. Uh, the two are also in negotiations over the linear rights of the show, which are currently held by Warner. As per the current deal, Warner is able to air reruns of Tad Less, Less Lasso in its linear TV networks such as TNT, TBS, and the CW. There's no way you could run Ted Lasso. And Ted. With, within a few years after the conclusion of season three, Apple, however, wants to maintain all the rights to yeah. the show, of course. So there's, you know, stuff going on with that. So there's, there's a movie uh, that I saw the preview for, Preston, and Jason Sudeikis, is in it. He's in, he plays an, an ex-con who gets out to spend the last year with his girlfriend who's dying of cancer. So it's a dramatic role, but he has a little bit of the... It's like, what if Ted Lasso served time right. in jail? Right. Uh, he's got a little bit of that affectation going on, but he's, he's, he's taking on serious roles now. Yeah, well, he had... To, did you guys see Kodachrome yet? No. Uh, all right, so it's been out for a couple of years now, but, you know, similar... Yeah. I don't want to say it's a similar plot line, but it's more of like a father-son. His father is a uh, photographer who has this un... Uh, developed 
roll of Kodachrome film, right. and there's only one place left in the entire country that actually developed Kodachrome film. And and his father's dying, and he you know takes him out. You know, it's like a road trip and stuff like that. But okay. dramatic role. Good. I love that guy. So there's uncertainty about season three. In the past, uh, creator Bill Lawrence said that uh, Ted Lasso could be a three-season show. More recently, however, he appeared to walk back that comment. Give it five, he could at least. going on for a while. Right? Yeah. Give I, it five. I think all great, these great shows need to have at least five. And then after that, maybe think about wrapping it up. So I think Servant is four, right? That we talked to Shyamalan, I think... Or is it their third one coming up? Right, the third one's... Yeah, third season. But, but total four, yes, yes. I think you're right about right. that, Steve, yeah. All right, and then one last thing. Okay. Uh, fans are getting their first look at Marvel's Hawkeye. Yeah. Uh, the series starring Jeremy Renner as Clint uh, and Haley Steinfeld, who I think is going to be great, uh, as Kate, also Hawkeye. So she's going to be like a, a, the second Hawkeye. So she's not playing... It, it, if you watch the trailer, she's not playing his daughter. His daughter right. is actually in the trailer from yep. the movies. Uh, and uh, I think she she looks good and and funny and uh, I loved what I saw Man, in that trailer. She was at the Met Gala last night. Haley Steinfeld. She's stunning. Holy moly! She is absolutely beautiful. Uh, and from the trailer, if you haven't seen it yet, it looks like they're going for. Obviously, it's going to have all the action you want, but they're definitely going to keep the humor and lighter tone in there. And it's a Christmas movie. It's like Die Hard. Yeah. So uh, in the trailer, there's a great scene where she grabs one of. Hawkeye's arrows he recommends, uh, and he says, "Go with you no, know, go with one of the less powerful ones." She fires the arrow back at a vehicle that's trailing him, and the, the vehicle just explodes. And she goes, "That was that was." You had more dangerous ones than these. Uh, so it will premiere. It's set for Disney, uh, and will premiere November twenty fourth. Perfect. So the first trailer is out. If you want to see that, all right, clip time. Sex education details the reality of socially awkward high school students as they contemplate relationships and the birds and the bees. In this clip, Asa Butterfield talks about the joy of returning to the set. Here we go. This season, everyone was coming out of, obviously, the pandemic. So I think we we were all just excited to be busy again and working and being with a group of people and, and being a part of being back on the show that we already love doing um so it was it was had a real amazing atmosphere no thanks <laughs> uh season three of sex education will be streaming on netflix this friday next clip apple tv series the morning show is finally returning for a much anticipated season two and in this clip reese witherspoon shares how the script was altered to relate the current world events here we go we definitely started to think about what storylines would work so we had actually started shooting and then we shut down for the pandemic they went back and rewrote all the scripts incorporate that that sort of feeling of what happened right before the months right before the whole world shut down so you're really seeing the media from january to march season two of the morning show begins streaming this friday and that is the entertainment report for you this morning friend hopefully you got something out of that if not you can get some cash this morning we're less than an hour away from money clip number one and we'll do two just on the Preston and Steve show at 8 and 10 a.m. and then it continues to the day there seven times. You go to WMMR.com, get all the details and we have that on the way. Plus Tattoos Day. So text word tattoo to 39333. Might win that too. We'll be back in a moment. Make sure you stay with us. 
93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips. Wow, we have a lot of clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your Money Clips seven times a day. Weekdays at 8, 10, and noon, as well as 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs. So true, Jackson. And then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize. 10000 bucks. What the f***? See complete rules at WMMR.com. It's MMR's Money Clips from who else? 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wallet. Hang on. I got to do something, guys. Hold Uh-oh. on a second here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right, this is there you go. <laughs> the noticer's just donned his noticing mask. I Where did just... Preston go? <laughs> It's like a little kid. You don't need to know <laughs> Where's Preston? It's best you don't ask. He's not here anymore. He's not here. <laughs> His alter ego, the noticer. Actually. Down an empty alleyway across a vacant field. He's there spying, looking, looking to notice things so you don't have to. I haven't worn the noticer mask in a while. Probably took, for good reason. I t- well, I took the glasses off, so I'm going to have to struggle with that. The noticer notices he's blind. Can I put them on top of this? How stupid does this look? <laughs> he can't see without well, his glasses. It's not a normal superhero look. <laughs> no, but, you know. But hey, how's that? You're on the radio. I'm the noticer. <laughs> uh, why are you wearing the glasses like that? Because <laughs> I can't see. I can't read the menu in the dark. <laughs> Tell me, is there a Pearl Vision Center around here? <laughs> All right, I did notice this uh, this story and thought it was worth uh, sharing with you guys. A team of scientists and entrepreneurs announced yesterday that they have started a company called Colossal with the goal of using genetic engineering to bring back the woolly mammoth. I knew this. Which went extinct uh, some 10,000 years ago. So they have really... F- Fresher DNA and matter from the woolly mammoth. Correct. Uh, and um, but uh, if they can do that, and there was oh no, the, we won't be able to do as what they did in Jurassic Park, and yet they still they keep whittling away at it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Okay, but why? I, just because it would be cool to for see the meat. Okay. <laughs> I, heard, I heard a crazy theory, Casey, that bringing back the woolly mammoth could actually help with global warming because they can tamp down some of the tundra. And the there's this long, you know complicated yeah. theory that goes that's a part of it. But there are environmental reasons, huh? which I'm sure will go swimmingly well <laughs> by bringing back an extinct species. Yeah, but what about all the farting like cattle, know, you know, methane gas and all that stuff? They think about that, too. They don't think any of this stuff through. I'll tell you what it will do is it'll revolutionize children's parties. Yeah. Yeah. yeah! Oh my God! Yeah. Yes, we got a woolly mammoth. If you can bring a mammoth as uh, as part of a, I mean, can I have a mammoth too? Yeah, maybe their party. farts actually eat carbon dioxide, right? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the company has gotten fifteen million dollars in initial funding and will support research in Harvard Medical School biologist Dr. George Church's lab and carry out experiments in their own labs in Boston and Dallas. Quick question for comparison: uh, How? What was the size of the woolly mammoth? Compared to uh, elephants, yeah, you know, like an Indian elephant or a... good question. I know they're bigger, but I don't think they're dramatically colossally bigger, right. bigger. like the size um, of a fifty-story building. Good question. And there's a difference between woolly mammoth and mastodon. My yep. yeah. my wife's grandfather. There is a uh, there's a, a, a park in in Missouri, and it's called Mastodon Park. Right. And he helped. Uh, he was a local politician, and he helped create that park because they had found. Uh, remains of uh, of mastodons, 
And so I, I and, and I don't know the difference offhand, but they had similarities to them. See, they, not much difference, by the way. The, yeah, the, fairly similar. The right? mammoth is a little bit bigger, but not massively so. Do you know the largest actor to walk the face of the earth was the Mastodon Cheadle? No, yeah, that's huge. <laughs> no, I did not know that. By the way, so uh, Colossal <laughs> will use CRISPR technology. So, like your refrigerator, exactly it keeps your vegetables nice and crunchy. <laughs> Which now, draw has the Mastodon? Uh, it stands for something. I don't know what CRISPR stands for. It's it's uh, in all caps and it's C R I S P R. Eagles. C R I S P R. Eagles. Eagles. Um. And they're using that technology to edit elephant DNA, adding genes for mammoth traits like dense hair and thick fat. How are they going to get them to wear jeans? They hope, no, it's G-E-N-S. They hope to produce embryos of the mammoth-like elephants in a few years, grow them in an artificial mammoth uterus lined with uterine tissue grown from stem cells. amazing. And ultimately create entire populations of them to be released on the Siberian tundra the mammoth's former habitat. So, uh, listen. Wow. As with the original Jurassic Park and all this stuff, g- yes, it would be fascinating to see that, to see an actual... It would all be like Sam Neill the second he sees, you know, the the, the, the brontosaurus. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I mean, come on. Who doesn't want to see this? Hang on. I got uh, Matt, who's on the line. They were just talking about mammoths. And is it seventh grade? Matt, are you in seventh grade? Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm a seventh grade teacher. You're a seventh grade teacher. All right, I got you. All right, so where do you teach, by the way, Matt? Uh, Sweet Harry Charter Middle School. Okay. Okay. And you guys were just covering woolly mammoths yesterday. Yeah. So we're talking about the Stone Age. Uh, So the like the three mammoths. You were right. You have the Columbian mammoth is the largest. Then you have the woolly mammoth and the mastodon. Okay. Uh, The the Columbian mammoth was about 15 feet tall. And weighed 20,000 pounds. Okay. And they would eat 700 pounds of grass a day, and they would eat for about 20 hours a day. Wow. 20 hours a day? Yeah. One of my kids said, like, well, when do they sleep? I said, I don't know. I said, I guess in the four hours that they're not eating. Right. Um, Uh, That's amazing, but Nick eats for 21 hours a day. (laughs) Yeah. Right. So so of those, of the Colombian and the woolly mammoth and the mastodon, which did, did they differentiate in size much, or were they all pretty much the same? I think the Colombian mammoth was, like, a bit bigger than the other two, but I don't think it was, like, a huge difference. Okay. But uh, you asked about the difference between them and elephants. Right. Uh, the, the Colombian mammoths, their tusks were about 16 feet long, whereas the African elephant's tusk is about uh, 11 and a half feet long. Okay. Wow. I didn't realize. I didn't even realize that they were that long. Uh, but uh, yeah, so yeah, Nick was saying that the there's, you know, fairly similar across all all the three. But w- the classic depiction we see is of these incredibly long, curving tusks. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 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 All right. Wow. Interesting. All right, Matt. Thanks for the heads up. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right. We'll see you later. Wow. Okay. Uh, it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't want a, at least one woolly mammoth? Right. Brian has a mammoth fun fact. Huh. Hi, Brian. You're on the air. Good morning. Gadzooks, buddy, what's up? Hey, in fact, I wanted to share with you guys that might blow your mind. The Woolly Mammoth was still around when the Great Pyramids were built. Yeah, that does blow my mind. Yeah, so when the Great Pyramids were built, there was these things were walking the earth. Yeah, they went yeah. extinct some 10,000 years ago. So they're fairly recent. 
uh, species. Do you know the pterodactyl was around during the first season of Happy Days? I wow, thank you. That. Thank you for your call, Brian. Well, I appreciate that. That's not true, though. <laughs> that's, is that not true? No, no, no. They, the, if they, the pyramids weren't built 10,000 years ago. Oh, I thought you were talking about the uh, the happy days. That also is not true. When were the pyramids uh, built? Probably like three or 4,000 years ago. So, I mean, okay. if the mammoth went extinct 10,000 years ago, there was a big difference. Well, there was, there was construction shortages. Okay. One of these bits of information is incorrect. I don't so, know which one. Well, probably, I don't know what the hell you probably want Probably lost. Santa's got to go. <laughs> yeah. um, okay. In case we needed a doctor to talk about woolly mammoths. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Mike's on the line. We'll oh. find out why. Fox 49 and Penn Medicine's own Dr. Mike Cerigliano. Good morning, Dr. Mike. I don't know anything about woolly mammoths, but <laughs> what do you know? I can tell you what CRISPR is. Sure. Because it was developed and pioneered here at Penn by a Dr. Carl June. Oh. Very proud. I don't know anything about this stuff, but the bottom line, you said, what does it stand for? Are you ready? Yes. yes. Clustered, regularly, interspaced, short. Palindromic repeats. Wow. Okay. Uh, which, which, tr- you, but you don't know what it actually means. It, 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 well, it's a gene editing tool. All right. And it's fascinating okay. and really the future of medicine. I mean, we talk about uh, gene therapy, and there's a couple ways to do it, but can you imagine the future where we can uh, uh, get cancer under control. We can yes. treat cancer. We can, yes. we can treat disease through genetic engineering and, and, and modification. And, well, uh, very he, proud to be at a place like this because he, there are people like him and extremely bright people coming up with stuff like this. The, the stuff really that's amazing. going on over there is, is amazing and you see it and a lot of times, uh, yeah, it, it, and as well you should be proud. I mean, it's it's amazing stuff and it's changing lives. It's, it's uh, but, uh, do you have any interest, uh, Mike? I know you, obviously you're into aviation and so on and so forth, but are you a dinosaur guy? Well, I feel like a dinosaur uh, because I, I, I'm old school. I, you know, I see patients all day long. A lot of people, you know, not not all excited about that anymore. But uh, when it comes to that, I think it's very cool. I think I have watched um, uh, Jurassic Park a couple of times too many. All right. Um, you know, when you mess with Mother Nature, sometimes you have a problem. So I don't know. Uh, we'll have to make sure, uh, Preston, that the fences work and that we're not going to, like, uh, have the guy drive off the road. You know? Right, right yes. Uh, we don't need that. Yeah. By the way, can Newman you use that uh, CRISPR technology to fix what's going on with Kathy? <laughs> I, I'm working on it. All right. Working He's actually on working it. on creating oh, a woolly yeah. Kathy. Hold on. Uh, oh, that'll never happen. She just got all that stuff lasered yeah, off. No, that's man. Gone. It can't never be woolly. Although I could take testosterone probably and make it sure. grow back. <laughs> okay. Casey. Um, you guys are saving me a phone call today. Hey, right. Mike, real quick. Uh, about three months ago, I have arthritis in my left shoulder. Three months ago, I got a cortisone shot. Shoulder's starting to hurt again. Should I get another cortisone shot? I think that might be a reasonable approach. Have you had a a um, imaging study so we know exactly what's going on? Have you had an MRI besides an X-ray? I had the X-ray, no MRIs just yet. Well, I, you know, knowledge is power, baby. Yeah, I know. That's right. the way I look at it. I think <laughs> before we, I mean, the, 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 look, I'm not an orthopedist, but the bottom line is that <clears throat> I would like to know exactly what we're dealing with since it has come back. Well, I don't arthritis. particularly think there's a problem getting another steroid shop but you know let's let's find out what the issue is call right. me later all right all right all right, all right dr mike we love you 
I love you. Love you. We'll love talk you. to you later. As much as a woolly mammoth can love another woolly mammoth. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you, Dr. Michael Keaton. Casey, Trinity Rehab, dude. Yeah. You, you should get yeah. well, so no, it's arthritis. So um, okay. I don't know what rehab can do for arthritis. Mm. Look what they did for the woolly mammoth. Yeah, okay. can relieve the right. pain, but uh, yeah. all right. Anyway, we'll talk about any. I got other things to notice. Oh, so yes, yes. Let's do that. Time is money to the noticer. Um, so let's go with this one. Um, Steve sent me this one. Uh, the underground layer is a common theme of uh, many James Bond stories. Even, uh, of course, they, they played off of that in the Kingsman and Austin Powers. And yeah, Austin Powers as well. As well yeah, Welcome yeah. to my underground lair. <laughs> oh, uh, but it seems these complexes were not just the fantastical product of Ian Fleming's imagination. Uh, recently released papers have revealed details of Fleming's work with a real life hidden city in a genuine plot to save civilization from evil. The long-classified government documents relate to his plan for a labyrinth network of 30 miles of tunnels inside the Rock of Gibraltar during the Second World War. Isn't this wild? Fleming recruited six men for a mission in which they would be walled inside a hidden room deep inside the rock uh, with supplies to survive for up to seven years in the event that the Nazis conquered Gibraltar. Uh, from secret viewpoints in the east and west faces of the rock, the Britons would have spied on German naval movements between the Mediterranean and Atlantic. They would have then used a radio powered by a bicycle with a leather chain to ensure silence to send messages to London. Uh, Fleming also arranged astonishingly advanced rations for the secret team, including chemically self-heating soup. Uh, the British plan was thought to be a myth for decades until the 1990s. When the stay-behind room, as it's called, was found behind corrugated iron sheeting and a brick wall deep inside the Rock of Gibraltar. Can you, you can go inside the Rock of Gibraltar? Yes. I, yes. Know, I, yeah. I don't know anything about the Rock of Gibraltar, to be honest. Kathy, have you been there? Didn't you go there on your when you went to North Africa or Spain? Go, go where? Gibraltar? No. Uh, the Bond creator, by the way, had a key role in the plan after its origins in 1941 as a Royal Navy commander with the codename 17F. Fleming was a personal assistant to the director of naval intelligence, Rear Admiral John Godfrey, uh, liaising with uh, MI5 and MI6 uh, and the special operations executive historian Bet- uh, Bettany Hughes, who visited the Stay Behind Room and analyzed the secret papers uh, for a new documentary. Yeah, so for people who think that Ian Fleming just was, you know, was just pulling on, oh, I'm going to make a lot of this stuff up for James Bond, he was acutely aware because he himself was... Uh, pretty close to being a spy during World War II. Uh, she had said, we think of the Bond films as being fantasy, but inside the Rock of Gibraltar, there is a phantom cave. Ian Fleming recruited six people to staff the stay-behind room. Uh, there were three telegraph operators, two surgeons, and a senior officer. So that's who is supposed to be there. Uh, by the dark days of the mid of uh, mid-1942, the plan was ready to go. The 45-foot-long, 16-foot-wide, and 8-foot-high stay-behind room had a 10,000-gallon water tank, enough for seven years, and its tap apparently still drips water. Uh, books were left to provide entertainment, as well as bricks and cement for the six-man team to wall themselves in <laughs> should the Nazis take the rock. And a lavatory made in uh, Calfam provided some creature comforts. Um, and in a grim detail, Miss Hughes added that the volunteers 
have their appendixes and tonsils taken out to reduce the risk of infection. Yeah. And there was sufficient sand and cement left so that they could bury the dead without detection. Can you imagine this kind of mission? Of course, the room was never used. The Nazis uh, failed to seize uh, Gibraltar. Some tough choices, right? Yeah. Who raises their hand for that one? Yeah, it's interesting, you know. I like sand. uh, Those... uh, (laughs) Kind of suicide missions and so on, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was apparently something. There are a lot of really strange. If you go on Wikipedia, yeah, there are a lot of strange war plans. Some of them uh, instituted and ready to go, but never used. Others were just concepts that yes. were seriously considered. Oh yeah, uh, but things like um, you know bearing. Uh, nuclear bombs that would have a special kind of trigger should something like a doomsday type of right. thing yes. uh, to uh, to destroy um, uh, uh, borders and so on. And uh, yeah, there's some really interesting things that were that were implemented during uh, the war, the World Wars. The whole Raiders of the Lost Ark thing, uh, you know, the, with the um, working with uh, the occult and and uh, paranormal things that was on Hitler's yeah. list of. Uh, you know, must to do lists. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Can we briefly talk about the thing you sent us yesterday, Steve, with the gigantic hovercraft thingy? Oh, is, that is awesome. Yeah, right? yeah, I, yeah. All I saw were pictures of it. I didn't actually get to see it moving. It's a, it's a Russian. It's the largest hovercraft. Is that yeah? Russia yeah, has yeah. The, the largest hovercraft in the world. They were doing um, uh, war game exercises of sorts. Look at what we have. Is basically right. real, really big on a huge scale. The pictures are freaking cool, man. Uh, and this this hovercraft is more I, massive than you could imagine. It looks like it was made for a Marvel movie, right? Like, yeah. It looks like, like an aircraft carrier yeah, size. Yeah, now, I can't tell. There wasn't a whole lot to compare it to. They had a tank, the but it was the tank was up close, exactly. and so you couldn't really tell the distance. We um, do know that it's big. I love the whole hovercraft concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but this sucker looks pretty badass. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, we're looking at now, and it looks like there's a yeah. It looks like something like the size of a Humvee is right in front of it. Looks like the size of like a super yacht. Yes, you know, uh, and it's got gigantic fans on the back that propel it. But yeah, hovercraft are pretty, uh, pretty wild. I would love to uh, tool around on we that. Should get thing. one. Maybe <laughs> skip the fire truck and go with it. Go with the Steve Steve hovercraft. Yeah. These things are noisy as hell, though. I know. So my, we would have to, you know, raise the volume on our microphones. Right. My <laughs> younger brother, no, it was my older brother. He had a remote control hovercraft when he was a kid, and that was pretty cool because yeah. you could go from, you know. It was tough because you couldn't go from the pool to the... You would have to take it out of the pool and then place it on the ground. But if you, had, if you had like a, a ramp, zero an, entry, a zero or, entry, or a pond or something like that that yeah. had a little... Or, or the beach or something like that. Yeah, you can go straight from land to water. Right. Guys, but you, even with this Pretty Russian cool. one, they people have to come out and pick it up and put it up on the oh, beach. Man, oh, man, I really? didn't see the curb. <laughs> All right, uh, I only I should probably least notice one more thing. One more from the noticer. Uh, what? what will it be? Squirrels. Squirrels. Notice squirrels. Uh, Animal researchers in California have discovered human-like personality traits in squirrels. Really? Yeah, that anybody uh, watching one rating nuts from a table could probably have guessed. Uh, And they are, the traits they have are bold, aggressive, athletic, and sociable. Bold squirrels. Yeah. Athletic squirrels. Aggressive and sociable. Is athletic a, a personality trait? I, you know what? I, I'm not really sure. So the study from the University of California claims uh, to be the first to document personalities in golden-mantled ground squirrels prevalent in the western U.S. and Canada. According to the research, uh, which included a series of scientific tests on the rodents, 
uh, such as observing how they react to their mirror image and approaching them in a looking wi- good in the wild <laughs> season. They're flexing. Oh yeah! Uh, in the wild, welcome to the gun show. And see how long it was before they ran away. Some squirrels are more outgoing than others. Look at uh, that squirrel ass. Uh, the data collected over a three-year period led the analysis. Uh, the analysts to conclude. Look at those nuts. That bolder and more active squirrels covered more ground and were more successful in amassing resources such as food than their more shy, less active counterparts. The more aggressive squirrels also had greater access to perches such as rocks. Uh, providing better vantage points for spotting and evading predators. I don't have many squirrels uh, around my house. Uh, I'm Is just, that by design? I don't, well, I don't know. Uh, so where I grew up, there were tons of squirrels all over the place. Right. And now where I live now... Well, it's a, it's a more elite area you live in. Well, I have a whole bunch just of Just put a pumpkin yeah. out there because they destroy <laughs> my fall decorations Kathy will never year. forgive squirrels for just butchering her jack-o'-lantern. They destroy it. I bought fake pumpkins. I put yeah. fake pumpkins outside my house now because they just eat through them. On the whole, uh, chipmunks are better than squirrels, right? Are we in oh, agreement on this? So, well, I, I think they're know. cuter. They're, yeah. Uh, like overall, though, like if you had to choose one, no, they scare the crap out of me. Like when you're walking, yeah, when you're walking Chim on the trail, and they dart across the trail, and they dart yes. across, yeah, I'll scream. Was that yeah. Kathy Romano? Yeah, that was Kathy Romano. Go back out and look. Yeah, it's her. Uh, uh, it, it's weird when you say rodents for squirrels. I, I don't just don't think of squirrels in the rodent category, but they are. Yeah, they definitely are. In the beginning, in fact. <laughs> In the oh beginning God, of um, Inglorious Bastards, he does <laughs> oh, yeah. a, a long chat yeah, about yeah. squirrels versus rats. And yeah. they're, both, they're both rodents. Yeah, it's a really um, salient point. Yeah. Just because it's got a, um, you know, a, a, a creep- cuter. Yeah, it's creeper, creepier as a rat. And well, it's got hair on his tail or fur yeah. on his tail, and that's really... And the we only... make these distinctions, but they're word. pretty much uh, the same. Word. Uh, the scientific field of animal personality is relatively young, as is the recognition that there are ecological consequences of animal personality. For instance, bolder, more aggressive squirrels may find more food or defend a larger territory, but their risky behavior may also make them vulnerable to predation or yes. accidents. I can so see that. That's like this life. Listen, you know, you got to be bold to, to get the bold results, but that also comes with risk. Yeah, it's a risk-reward thing. Yes. Yeah, so uh, squirrels kind of fall in that category. They're just like us. As well. <laughs> squirrels um, are just like us. <laughs> the UC Davis campus is home to a large number of common tree squirrels, a different species from the golden-mantled variety that the university's wildlife, fish, and conservation biology department researchers have been studying. What do they tend to make? Uh, yeah, I don't really know. I don't know where they lean. Uh, lead author Jacqueline L. Peretti and her fellow researchers used the data and their own test to add uh, to what she said was a small but growing number of studies of squirrel individuality. <laughs> so they're individuals. I'm my own squirrel. Mm-hmm. Yep. People like me. Yep. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A little self-affirmation yeah, for yeah, that yeah. squirrel before he heads out to collect nuts for the day. <laughs> That's the sound a squirrel should make. All right. Um, should we... Uh, Can you notice one more? We're we'll doing one, one more, yeah. Okay. You have something um, on chipmunks just for counterbalance? No. Okay. You know what, though? I do like this. Um, I noticed a bridge, and it has notice a... Notice your spine. They noticed a bridge. <laughs> uh, the newest pedestrian and bicycle bridge in Portland has been named after Ned Flanders. I love really? this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the character was created by Portland native Matt Groening 
And while there are many unofficial Simpsons-related Portland locations, Ned Flanders Crossings That's great. is the first official landmark to reference the show. <laughs> it's so great. the first official landmark <laughs> is it's not Homer, it's no, not Bart, no, no, it's Ned it's Flanders. Ned Flanders. <laughs> and so there's a uh, there's a, a seal or a um, uh, plaque, a plaque. Thank yep. you. This is Ned Flanders Crossing. Hi, diddly ho, neighbors. Twenty twenty one, city of Portland, or neighborinos. You're right, <laughs> city of Portland Bureau of Transportation. I love um, the uh, the concept of it. Was the Lefterium? Was that yes. the Torium and his store yeah. in the in the mall? Yeah. Uh, and I wonder, would something like that have any legs? You know, um, <laughs> stuff that's for left handed people. That was the whole I premise mean, of the a, store. You need a left handed Monty Burns to come in and buy the car, and you know, support the entire. <laughs> the entire store because of one rich guy, but yeah, I mean, left left-handed scissors yeah. are legit. Left-handed, like, yeah, like, like if you've ever tried to, if you're right-handed and you yeah. try to grab for whatever reason, you need to use your left hand for scissors. It's yeah. a bitch to cut something with. Right, this, right. You know? Left-handed yeah. desks are a thing in school because uh, you know you have yeah. one of those desks that come around on the right-hand side. If you're left-handed, it makes it really difficult to write. You know what I never thought about with uh, being lefties and uh, being a concern with that is people who do write left-handed and you're using a pen and as you write, your hand still moves from left to mm-hmm. cr- right across the page, and it will smudge the ink oh, as well. you go across. It so also blocks smudge the ink. It yeah. also blocks what you're writing, so you have yeah, to do this right. clawed. You know, hooked yeah. over there. Yeah. That's why they they do that because of yeah. the uh, a the smudge b that well you just said Steve yeah and I also noticed like uh, in like movies or TV shows where if somebody's writing left handed yeah I can tell that it's CGI no oh. well I don't know if I can tell this or not or uh, or if I'm just sort of making it up but I'm like. I don't think that person's really left-handed because okay. if they were actually, I think they're just acting like they're left-handed. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> God, man, what was I just watching the other day? And it, Sophie's it was, Choice. It was Sophie's Choice, and the kid was writing, and I was like, they're not doing no, that claw no. thing with their now, hand. I would I only think... see that if if it were a historical figure who was right. left-handed. You know, they did it real with a real-life person. With um, Nero. Ba- no, no, no. With Babe Ruth, uh, John Goodman couldn't bat left-handed. Babe, Babe Ruth was a left-handed batter. That John Goodman made that movie. I think it was called The Babe. Yes, yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. And they had to reverse the filming of it. Oh, no way. So, so that he could look like he was hitting it left-handed. Nick, they did that in 61 as well. Okay. Because Roger Maris, I believe, was uh, was left-handed. Okay, and so Barry when, Pepper. Or? When the, yeah, when they would shoot those scenes, all the actors had to wear their numbers on their jerseys were made exactly in reverse because they would reverse the film, and that's and it was easier to do that yeah. than to teach him to have a legitimate-looking <laughs> left-handed swing. That's crazy, or it mm. might have been Mickey Mantle because he was he's switch hitter. Yeah. Uh, but but nonetheless, I don't remember if Maris was left-handed or not. But one of they they had to shoot some scenes. Like that because a baseball swing is too hard to replicate properly if you're not really left-handed. No, absolutely. No. I bat left. I bat left and throw right. My dad taught me to bat left. I mean, not very well, but taught me to bat left growing up because, uh, in theory, I was one step closer to first base, and so he he figured that was a good way to get on base a little bit better. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, Maris batted left-handed, so here you go. Nick pulled up that information. That's uh, that is the case. So my uh, older and younger brothers both bat left, but they do everything else right-handed. My yeah, son same. throws lefty, bats lefty, but then does everything else right-handed. Okay, Kicks right. My yeah. dad playing golf, and my dad was a good golfer. Uh, would swing right-handed. But putt left-handed. He had a left-handed putter wow. in his bag, and he was he could putt the ball really, really well. But for huh. whatever reason, I never I don't know why he decided to putt that way. With archery and with shotguns or rifles, I shoot. Uh, my trigger finger is my left hand. With the pistol, it's the right hand. Are you serious? Yep. 
I wonder why. Uh, so wait a minute. A long gun, you'll you'll shoulder in your left, left side, and, and a pistol. I I I will hold in my right hand. Okay, and balance huh. with your left. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to picture it. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it is kind of wild because yeah. you usually go with what you if you're you know what I you're dominant with. Right. right. All right. So Preston, you're a snowboarder. Uh, if I were to snowboard, I would probably snowboard with my right foot forward. Is that normal or is that goofy? What's That's goofy? goofy. That's yeah. goofy? Uh-huh. I yeah, thought it was Because I, I do with my, uh, uh, yeah, I go left foot forward, and that's a standard right-handed okay. um, uh, stance, I guess, I assume. Yeah. Is that how you do the hokey pokey? <laughs> you got to turn yourself around <laughs> when yeah, you do yeah. that. Well, that's both legs, too. Um, I mean, you're ambidextrous. One at a time, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. Let me go to Wanda, who's a lefty. Hey, Wanda, good morning. Good morning, you guys rock. Uh-huh, thank you. What's up, Wanda? Nothing. I just wanted to let you guys know that not all lefties write with that weird claw-like where they drag it across. The claw. The yeah. <laughs> right? Okay, so um, how do you do it? I just like like you would write with a right hand, so it, just what with my left. And I don't know if that's because I, um, in kindergarten, had a teacher that taught us how to do that. Like, if you start to write with the, the claw, it would correct you. Wanda, I, I, so, so uh, if I may ask, how old are you? Uh, forty-eight. Okay, so uh, you would—they used to try to dissuade you from writing yeah. left-handed. I know, uh, and so I, I wonder if that claw thing was is a, was a product of that. Maybe you know? I don't know. Thank you, Wanda. By the way, like uh, Ringo Starr is yeah. left-handed, but his it, to that right, they, they were taught left-handed was bad, <laughs> and they made him <laughs> learn to be a righty, and yeah. he plays drums in a weird way because of that. When he he leads with his left hand. Which is, um, it's not very practical when you're playing drums yeah, yeah. on a right-handed drum kit. You need to lead with your right hand because it's easier to get to the corresponding drums that follow around the kit. And But he goes left-handed. How does your daughter write? Uh, well, you know what? I don't know if she does the claw or not. I haven't really paid that close attention. But she's a lefty. She yeah. writes left-handed. I think, uh, I think that's a good question. If I think it would be, it should be the same, you know. But, I mean, it's just, uh, for whatever reason, that, you know... Uh, What's yeah. uh, the way you hold the pen would be the same, but I, I see so many people doing that wraparound. It was in Ted Lasso, his uh, his niece. She was writing with her left hand, and I was like, I don't think she's really left handed. <laughs> Who's niece? Uh, Roy's niece, Roy, Roy Ken's Phoebe. niece. Yeah, okay. Phoebe. That's her name. And, okay, so you don't think she was? A, she wasn't doing the thing, guys. Bitch. <laughs> why would, now, why why would they want to make her left handed? I think she. I think she is such a practiced thespian that she was like, my character is left handed. Wait a second. So when yeah. she goes, when she starts to write, do they cut to it and it's like a like a like a fat. Man's yeah, hairy, hairy uh, <laughs> knuckled claw. It's not the claw. That's what I'm saying. All right. Anyway, that's all we have time to notice. You know why? Because we have money to give away. Thank you, Mr. Announcer. That is true. So we're wrapping the noticer segment. We will come back in a moment when we return. Your first of seven chances to win $500 today alone. MMR's money clip. So we'll come back and we'll get to the B file as well. So stay there. Back in a moment. WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. 93.3 WMMR presents Money Clips. Wow, we have a lot of clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your Money Clips seven times a day. Weekdays at 8, 10, and noon. 
as well as 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. We'll play an audio clip from one of your favorite MMR DJs. So true, Jackson. And then give you a keyword. Text it to 45911. Or if you enter it at WMMR.com or our app, you'll also get entered for the grand prize. 10000 bucks. What the f***? See complete rules at WMMR.com. It's MMR's Money Clips from who else? 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wallet. Can you believe football is back? This Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Interact me, swoop in and win sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2022 Eagle season tickets. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwin.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by PHL 17. Young Sheldon joins the Big Bang Theory on PHL 17. Weeknights at 7 and 9.30 Starting September 27th. Family night every night is on PHL 17. A California man who attempted to jump across a wild cove of frothing water on Thursday at the Cape Perpetua Scenic Area off of the Oregon coast is presumed deceased. His name was Steve Allen. He was 67 years old. And apparently he tried to hurdle Devil's Churn, is what it's called, a narrowing, boiling inlet. Now, by boiling, I don't think that means uh, yes. hot water. Rapids. But yeah, so yeah. troopers and emergency personnel responded for a subject who had fallen into the ocean at Devil's Churn, according to the state police. Uh, they said fellow visitors attempted to rescue Allen, but were unable to retrieve him from the water. Witnesses said that Allen appeared to have Missed his footing when attempting to cross. So I believe it's a gap. Okay. That you, can, you can that you're not supposed to jump across. Well, clearly now. People attempted to save him by creating a makeshift line and raft. Alan was able to hold on to it, but he could not get pulled in as he had a pretty big head injury. Oh, my God. Uh, a witness said it was cold and he was struggling, and then it became hard for him to hold on, and then he let go, and then it was too late. Uh, Alan was last observed by rescue uh, agencies unresponsive prior to losing sight of him. Devil's Churn, a popular stopping point at Cape Perpetua, is a somewhat narrow slice in the coastal basalt rock known for boiling water that kicks up large sprays of waves. So he was was trying to jump it and not a good idea. I would love to go look at something like this from a safe distance. Yep, it uh, it can get out of control. A woman has been arrested after investigators said she threw multiple Molotov cocktails at a house on Thursday morning. Uh, the sheriff's office Hi, arrested, neighbor. arrested 36-year-old Angelica Anna Rose Pratt after video surveillance footage shows Pratt purchasing the glass jar used in the incident. Deputies responded to a possible arson call. It was around 8.30 in the morning. Wake up, sleepyheads. The victim told police three different Molotov cocktails were thrown at his home and cars. Two of the victims' cars were damaged by the bombs. The total cost damages was around $8,000. Witnesses said a silver SUV 
had been sitting outside the victim's house multiple times early in the morning. Oh, boy. Detectives then found a burned glass jar used to start the fire in the backyard of the victim's home with a price tag on the bottom from the local dollar store. Uh, Detectives traced the jar back to the store, and they got video surveillance of the store from Monday afternoon in the surveillance video, a silver SUV pulled into the parking lot, and Pratt went into the store and bought the glass jar and later left. Uh, She faces three counts of arson. Megan Randolph is mad and devastated, uh, and in her own words, her confidence has been rocked. Now, Randolph, who is a model from Leighton, Utah, is the victim of a scam, but the scam artist wasn't after her money so much as her dignity and her hair. It's a weird story here. So it started with a text message from a stranger, and Randolph says that uh, she doesn't just give out her phone number to strangers, but this one already knew her by her name. And Ashley, the person texting, said that she had been referred to her. Before the conversation was over, Randolph had been convinced to shave her head down to the skin and her eyebrows in exchange for a couple of thousand bucks. I believe she's a model. Okay. Okay. And so a couple of thousand dollars was enough of an impetus to do this? Yeah. So she said, I was a little hesitant at first. It helped the scammers cause that Randolph hasn't been able to work consistently since she was in an accident in late 2020. There you go. Uh, Even a few hundred or a couple of thousand dollars, uh, the money never came. And the person misrepresenting herself as an agent of Redkin Beauty and Hair Care Products Vanished along with the phone number that is now out of service. All Randolph has to show for her troubles are photos and videos of the self-haircut process. Uh, She knows some members of the public may be cruel to her about falling victim to a scam and for shaving her head. But she wants to get the word out and doesn't want others to fall prey to the same thing. What what kind of monster would do this? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Especially when someone is on hard times. And I assume it was someone who somehow or another knows Knows her. Knows her, yeah. That she's a model and she would have done this type of thing for, you know, I guess a photo shoot or something like that. Uh, But nonetheless, uh, they, um, uh, instead of a short buzz because of a misunderstanding that didn't allow Ashley, the person on the other end, to use the buzz cut videos Randolph made for promotions, she was urged to take her hair all the way down to skin for thousands of dollars instead of hundreds of dollars. Uh, but she says she can't imagine anybody being that heartless to another person. So, and they have no way to find out who it was at this point. They're they're hitting roadblocks. I hope karma around. pays off. Yeah. Man has been arrested in eastern China after a cab driver reported him to police when he tried to board the cab with blood-stained luggage. <laughs> which was later found to contain the body of a dead woman. Uh, the suspect, Ji Lei, had been apprehended not far from where he is alleged to have killed the woman and hidden her body in the luggage. And the guy was using the O.J. Simpson collection. It is the latest development in a gruesome case that has shocked China over the past few days. After Ji had hailed a taxi early Tuesday morning in a downtown area, the driver became suspicious while helping him lift his bag into the cab's trunk and noticed it was heavy, smelled foul, and had blood stains on the surface. <laughs> I mean, come on! Yeah, seeing the driver call the police, Xi had uh, feel, uh, fled the scene and left the bag behind. On the same day, police offered a reward for any information about him. The victim was identified as a 19-year-old woman, a colleague of his. What's in this thing? Frisbees. At a local <laughs> bar. Uh, before his arrest, uh, he abandoned his clothes, stole a T-shirt, and four apples. Offerings that were left out by local residents for the God of Fortune. Uh, it's not clear how he allegedly killed the woman or what his motive was. Police oh said the case God. remains under investigation. Yeah. And one last story. Move over, Florida man. Florida mines 
are the Sunshine State's latest newsmaking oddity. Uh, the St. Lucie bombs, bomb squad and Air Force bomb squad were called in to investigate a landmine found on an eastern Florida beach on Thursday. Uh, though police reported that no one had been evacuated from the area initially, an update on their Facebook page later claimed some residents had been asked to clear out uh, but were given permission to return to their homes. Was it an active mine? Uh, yeah. The Air Force bomb squad removed both landmines without incident. Uh, police said that they will be taken to their base uh, to destroy. They should have covered it with a dead whale. Uh, right. Yeah. And then they could have <laughs> gotten rid of that. So officials remind anyone who finds suspicious items on the beach called 911. Man. Locals on social media marveled over how easily the mines seen in photos posted by police could have been mistaken for rocks or misled altogether. No other information was provided about the landmines or their origin. So I don't know if it looks like they're old. Yeah, they kind of do look like rocks. I yeah. Mean, I, you could mistake it easily. Yep. And oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right. You have a little under three minutes left to get the word over to us. The MMR Money Clip. The word is party. P-A-R-T-Y. Don't miss your chance to win $500. And you can enter it through our contest short code by texting 45911. Or also to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize. Make sure you enter it on the MMR app or at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Horizon Services. The word is party. Good luck to you. We're going to take a break and be back in a moment. Don't forget, we have DJ Cumberbund, who won an MTV Video Music Award the other night, joining us in a bit. And we might play a game when we get back. Stay with us. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. This is Bill from Mighty Writers, a local nonprofit, inviting you to our Mighty Monster Mash and Mad Libs party. Come kick off the Halloween season with us at the Creamery of Kenneth Square on Saturday, October 9th from 1 to 4 p.m. This all-ages and dog-friendly Halloween party will have raffles, a scream and evil laugh contest, as well as a costume contest for adults, kids, and dogs. All proceeds will go to Mighty Riders El Futuro Kennett, so look us up on Facebook and Instagram for a link to buy your tickets. Next message. Are you looking for a new career direction? Whether you're new to the industry or you're an auto finance veteran, an opportunity with flagship credit acceptance headquartered in Chad's Ford PA is unlike anything you've experienced. We don't just hire people to fill positions. We provide an evolving range of opportunities to build fulfilling careers, lives, and futures. And we're certified as a great place to work. If you're interested in partnering with a growing company that encourages you to be your best, visit www.flagshipcredit.com slash careers for a complete list of career opportunities. We can't wait to hear from you. And thank you, Preston and Steve. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonandSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. In a little while, we are going to have the most recent winner of a video music award uh, of the MTV Video Music Award. Um, DJ Cummerbund. Yes. DJ Cummerbund is a guy we got to know a few years ago uh, because we were playing a game using his videos off of uh, YouTube that we found doing mashups. And we're going to play the game right now because we're going to talk to him in a little while. It is Mashup Madness. DJ Cummerbund. Our custom jingle made by DJ Cumberbund himself. We'll talk to him in a little while, and it's a pretty easy game. Easy in its concept, but difficult in its uh, 
uh, execution in that you have to identify the two and sometimes three songs that are mixed together. And it seems like it might be kind of easy, but you got to do a little bit of thinking while you're listening. Uh, he is so good at mixing these songs, and we've often said that... Uh, I would buy versions of the songs the way he's mixed them. Yes. Uh, but uh, he is so good at it that that's where the issue lies. You've got to really make sure you are listening closely. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. I'll tell you about the prizes in a moment. I know that uh, we like them so much that um, a couple of years ago when we were doing uh, the uh, Belly Flop Contest, the Belly Flop Championships... Uh, we had Pancake come out and spin mm-hmm. music for the mm-hmm. event, and we told him, you know what, dude, grab some of those DJ Cummerbund mixes because um, at at some events, it's nice to have some uh, a little bit of rhythm to the music. Yes, yeah. yeah. But you still want to have that rock edge to it because it's MMR, and this kind of bridges that gap. No, it's perfect. And, and makes it sound really cool, yeah. and I loved hearing those, those mixes at that event, so... Uh, we love it. Casey, we have all kinds of stuff to give away today. We do. We have a bunch of cases of Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. We also have tickets to see Stomp, which is coming to the Stomp. Merriam Theater uh, from uh, December 28th through January 2nd. And then we also, Steve, Toll Bell family, uh, we have digital downloads of F9, the Fast Saga. Yeah, we- <laughs> All right, uh, 215-263-WMMR. I'm looking at these. Yeah. These are hard. Are they? These are not easy. Are we going to clue them up, or are we just going to go for broke? Let's go for broke as we as we start and uh, see where we end up. So the, the idea is you have to get the titles of the songs. If you get it close enough, not, you know, to the yeah. actual letter, if it's a little bit confusing, uh, we might be lenient on that, but... Uh, there's at least two songs. Some of them have three. And let's say if there's three, then if you can name two, that'll be a winner. All right, yeah. And you just got to give us the titles. It's that easy. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go to Mike first. Hey, Mike, how you doing, bud? Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, we're going to try Mash Up Madness with you. Two songs in this one. You ready to try it? Let's go. All right, here we go. I love the, I love the good God y'all in there. They left it in there. Mike, any idea what those two songs are? I got YMCA and War. Yes. Well done. Uh, and Casey, what do we have for him? All right, you have a pair of tickets to see Stomp, which is coming to the Merriam Theater December 28th through January 2nd. You can join the Kimmel Cultural Campus Saturday from 11 to 4 if you want to be part of the return to in-person arts with Arts Launch 2021. Now, this is a free festival-style reopening event, and it features over 50 regional arts and cultural organizations with free performances, activities, and giveaways. Visit KimmelCulturalCampus.org for more information, including current proof 
of vaccination and mask policy. Nice. I love uh, DJ Cummerbund's YouTube channel. I believe, and I could be mistaken, but I believe in every video he's ever done, Racho, Macho Man Randy Savage shows up. And, okay. And so I think you'll hear his voice in a lot of these. You know, we don't have the extended um, song the whole time, but I believe he's in every single one he's ever done. He is in our intro. You yes. can hear him go, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we can ask him, I guess, when yeah, we have him on definitely. in a little bit, but yeah. Right. By the way, do you guys remember Bruce's cover, Bruce Springsteen's cover? Of yeah, War? I do. Yeah. I, that was good. my favorite version of that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Edwin Starr, right? Did yeah. He, yeah. Very good. Yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known that. Uh, we'll go to Gordon next. Yo, Gord. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. How you doing? I am awesome. I love you guys. Thanks, man. We love you. All right, we're going to... This is a hard one. I know. I'm moving the third one because I don't think people will know that one artist. All right. You know what? Uh, yeah. For fun, we'll play it after we talk to Gordon just okay. for our own entertainment. Yeah, it's it's, it's an shot. artist that might be foreign to MMR listeners. All right. Here is your mashup. You ready? You know it. All right, I'm going to put you on hold, Gordon. Just uh, I think you might be able to hear the audio better. So I'm going to put you on hold, and here we go. So, two songs in there, and let's go to Gordon, see if he knows him. Gordon? So, I heard Land of Confusion, and I can't think of the other song name. All right, I need both of them to get it right, so unfortunately, <laughs> that's not a winner. Thank you, Gordon. No, we love you, brother. Take care. Uh, we'll try that same one. We'll do three yes. callers per song. Justin, are you there? Hey, guys. What's crapping it? What's crapping it, buddy? <laughs> All right, Justin, do you need to hear it again, or do you have the two songs? Uh, gotta hear it again. Yeah, case, here we go. to be enough, so let's go back to Justin. All right, Justin, two songs. Is it um, Land of Confusion and Superstition? Not Superstition. Uh, right uh, artist. Uh, Wrong song. Sorry, man. It's kind of tough. You know, I, yeah. I forget the title of this song from time yes, to time. Yes, no, I agree. Uh, it's a great song, but let me go to Joe, see if he knows. Hey, Joe. Hey, Yo, bud. All right, so we got to test you on that one. What are the two songs? I've got some Land of Confusion and Wild West. And Wild West. No, incorrect. Oh, 
It is Land of Confusion and I Wish. Uh, I always forget that name. Yep, it's from uh, Stevie Wonder. I wish the land. I never know the word, but that song was either sampled uh, for that the Will Smith movie, right? Marissa. Uh, yeah, it was the Wild West song. Yeah. Okay. That Will Smith. So okay. it like, is the same beat, but this is a Stevie Wonder version. Right, uh, yeah. There's so. another sample in there, though, from another song, isn't there? Well, he goes, wah, Yeah. Uh, that is not um, uh, Land of Confusion. No. no. And it's from... That's what he says. Do that again, please. Down with the sickness. Yes. From Disturbed. Hi, Grandma. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. All right, that means we got a new one. All right, so let's go to Diane. Hello there, Diane. Hi. <laughs> All right, Diane. It's been a long time since I've talked to you guys. How are you? Oh, well, it's good to talk to you. We are wonderful, Diane. Are you doing okay? Yes, yes. I actually won a Creamy Anchor tickets like way, way, way. Oh, my God. Let's give you a new story yes. to tell all your friends about and get you Let's a new prize. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Let's right, hope. I'm going to put you on hold and I'm going to play the fresh one for you. You ready? All right. All right, here we go. So there's that's great. There's two Aussie songs in there, and I'll I'll accept either one from her because I think that that's uh, since it's included, right? You got to have it in there. So let's go to I Diane. Crazy train is always in there. Yeah. Uh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Mama, I'm coming home. <laughs> that's true. And then what's the 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 whole song underlying oh. that? Hmm? <laughs> oh, oh my God! That's that's gonna drive me crazy. So there were three songs in there. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, there's there's two Aussie songs, and I'll I'll even say it's a Beach Boys song. song. And that that beginning song, I'm uh, I, I know it, but I don't. <sighs> it's a Beach Boys song. Uh, like, oh God! Oh God! <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's tough, right? <laughs> One of the, uh, I'm sorry, I'm not, just, I just never like the beat. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, we got we to go no dice on that. She's just going to keep talking. All right, yeah. Diane, we got to let you go. Sorry. Yeah. We'll see you at Creamy right. Acres someday. Thank you. All right, let me go to uh, Serena. Hi, Serena, you there? Hi, yes. Serena, did you hear it? I did, I know it. Go ahead. It's um, Crazy Train or Mom, I'm Coming Home and um, Surfing USA. No. Oh, she was so <laughs> It's not Surfing USA. I am so okay, sorry. Oh, but you, you were good. Yeah, was good shot. Uh, let me go to John, see if he knows. Hey, John. Woo! Woo! All right, all right John. 
Uh, give me two of those songs. One Ozzy song and one uh, one Beach Boy song. Yeah, Crazy Train and Fun, Fun, Fun. He got yeah. it, yeah. And we'll have fun, fun, fun till the day it takes a deep breath away. That's the song. Uh, John, you're a winner. Hang on the line. Here's what we have for you. All right, so you got a case of Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Whether you're enjoying the game, having dinner, or hosting your next big event, check out Blackjack's American Pub and Grill in Birdsboro and enjoy a cold new Belgian voodoo draft. All right, uh, Casey, yeah. why don't we do... That one? Number four. Okay. Here. Yeah, I think that's the one to go with next. All right, so uh, let's go to Chris. Hi, Chris, are you there? I'm here. Hi, guys, how you doing? We're great, Chris, so we're playing Mashup Madness. You ready to go? Well, I'm the girl that called in that couldn't name one Billy Joel song, but um, I'll <laughs> oh give it a go. God. Give it a shot. Go right. for it. All right, we'll try this. All right. Hang on, we just need the titles of the songs. Chris... Here we go. All All right, I Ooh, love this yeah. one. All right, uh, Chris, this one's kind of tough, but let's see if you know. All right. Um, is it It's Raining Men and Bodies Hit the Floor? Bodies, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. I love that. Drowning Pool and the Weather Girls together. Nicely done. And by the way, so he has titles of these. That one is It's Raining Bloody Bodies <laughs> is the name of that one. So, uh, all right, so... Hang on the line. Here's what we have for you. All right, you got a pair of tickets to see Stomp, which is coming to the Merriam Theater from December 28th through January 2nd. Now, the Kimmel Cultural Campus for on Saturday from 11 to 4 is uh, having this in-person arts uh, launch 2021. It's a free festival-style reopening event, and it features over 50 regional arts oh. and cultural organizations. Free performances, activities, giveaways, and if you go to uh, KimmelCulturalCampus.org, you'll get all the information, including current proof of vaccination and mass policy. Hey, Case, I'm going I'm to yeah. try one that's not a DJ Cummerbund. We'll come back to some of the Cummerbund ones, but this one right here, Okay, I'd like to try that next. Right. Let okay, that. let me go over to Mike. Hey there, Mike. Gadzooks, Mike. Mashup Madness. Are you set? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna like this one. I think you're gonna get this right. one. I'm gonna put you on hold. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah. 
one. Okay, and he's going to get this one, right? Yeah, come on. All right, Mike, one of the two yeah. songs. Uh, who are you going to call? And Intergalactic by Beastie Boys. Who you gonna call? Mm. Yeah. Well, who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Okay, there you go. There you go. The song's called Ghostbusters. Yeah, you got them both. Intergalactic and Ghostbusters. And that means you are a winner, sir. So, Case, what are we gonna give them? You well, have a digital download of F9. Steve, what's F9 all about? Family. <laughs> that is the best saga. And this edition includes the exclusive director's <laughs> cut, uh, which has more action, more laughs, and more... And an extra seven plus minutes of additional content. It's available on digital right now. All right, Case, I want to do this one uh, as uh, okay. next, if you don't mind. Got you, bro. Uh, and Bruh. we will go to Paul for a new one. Hey, Paul. That's your nutsack. Oh, that's, that's nut my sack. mom. Ain't that sweet? <laughs> All right, Paul, a new one ready to go. You set? Thanks, so. All right, hang on. All right, just levels a are a little hot. We're hearing so on this bring, one. Yeah, on, okay. well, on all of them. So let's just bring it down. To all right, here we go. Oh my god! Never would have thought those two went together. Uh, so, obviously, one of them, very obvious. Uh, Paul, what are the two songs? Hey, uh, Dancing Queen and Tears in Heaven. Damn good, man. You got it. Yep. All right. That means you're a winner. And, Paul, we are going to give you this. You have tickets to see Stomp, which is coming to the Merriam Theater, December 28th through January 2nd. And uh, the Kimmel Cultural Campus on Saturday is having this really great festival. If you go to KimmelCulturalCampus.org, you get all the information about the event, including current proof of vaccination and mask policy. All right. Uh, let's... I like these two. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, because we're getting ready to... Are we getting yeah. ready to break here shortly? Yes, we are. Okay, so we have two more to go? Yeah, do you want to go six do it now. seven? Let's do... This one, that... That's going to be hard. You think that's going to be hard? Okay. I, I've never known the name of that song. All right. So, yeah. Well, let's try it out. Casey says we're, he, we can do it. Uh, so, we will go to Patrick. Hey, Patrick. Those nutsacks for real. Yeah. Nutsacks for real. That's your nutsack. All right, Patrick. We got a new one for you. You ready to play Mashup Madness? That's it. Hold on. Hmm. And here we go. <laughs> Do us, do us, do us, 
<laughs> that was wild. That is weird. All right, we'll go uh, back to Patrick. All right, Pat. Play what? that funky music, white boy, and do ha. Yes, he goes. Oh, yeah. Nice. Hang on the line, Pat. You win, and here is what we have for you. All right, so you have a... I'm going to figure out which one I want to do here. By the way, I don't know Romstein very yeah, well. Yeah, well, no. listen, the only reason... I mean, he's he was performing at... The Lake, the lake? Yeah. I know, and the, the video of that show looked outrageous, man. <laughs> All right, so I think we're going to go with this one. All right, so you have a case of Voodoo Ranger uh, Juicy Hazy IPA, Juicy Haze IPA. Whether you're enjoying the big game, having a dinner, or hosting your next big event, check out Blackjack's American Pub and Grill in Birdsboro and enjoy a cold new Benjin, Belgian Voodoo Draft. <laughs> Benjin. Benjin, you know. It comes uh, from Benji. Benjin was a character on Game of Thrones, believe it or not. All right, let's uh, try one more. Uh, it's Beth. Hi, Beth. Hi, you guys rock. Oh. Thank you, Beth. This is your last chance to win. Are you ready to try this out? I'm ready. All right, here are two songs mashed together. Identify them. What it is? All nice and decent. This is Mr. Kirk. This is Mr. Gallant. Sugar Ray Ryder, I like the sound yeah, of that one. Yeah, it's, it's nice. All right, we will see if Beth knows. All right, Beth, two songs. Name them. I got it. It's Fly and ABC. Oh. No. Oh, right there. No, it is incorrect. I am sorry, Beth. You're going to kick yourself in the ass when you hear the answer, but I got to go to somebody else. All right, we'll try Steve out. Hey, Steve. Good morning, Good Zook. Good Sorry, Steve, do you know the two songs? Uh, sorry, Beth. It's I want you back and fly. Yeah, I want you back! From the Jackson 5 and fly from Sugar Ray. You are correct. Hang on, Steve. Here's what we have for you. You got a case of Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA. Enjoy New Belgium's Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze IPA at Blackjack's American Pub and Grill in Burrsboro. The area's premier celebration destination. You can have your next holiday party or special event at Blackjack's. All right, and there it is. Mashup Madness once again, courtesy of our friend DJ Cumberbund, who we are going to speak to when we return. He just won an MTV Video Music Award on Sunday night. That's pretty awesome. That's fantastic. So we'll catch up with him in just a moment or two. Don't forget, another shot of $500 MMRs. Uh, Money Clip is coming up at 10 a.m., and we'll tell you how you can enter to win $500 and maybe even $10,000. Nice. Be back in a moment. What's new? Glad you asked. Iron Maiden. Hailstorm. Bad Flower. 
new music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, man. Not going to be falling for the banana and the tailpipe trick. Um, no, actually, I just want to mention, hey, man, we have a Tattoos Day taking place today. Yeah. Uh, so it is your chance to win a Preston and Steve show-themed tattoo, uh, courtesy of Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. And you just have to text the word tattoo to 39333, and you might win. It's that simple. Uh, so don't forget, if you would like to see some of their artwork, uh, you can go to uh, floatingworldtattoos.com. Of course, on Instagram, it's at Floating World Tattoos, and you can check them out there at 1729 South Street. So we'll give that away at the end of the show. Marissa, what's going on? We uh, uh, He's pointing, and oh. wrong number, he's calling us, <laughs> is what it says. We have the wrong number. <clears throat> oh, so he's going to call us? We're and... calling Stevie Wonder. Okay, we're supposed to talk to DJ Cumberbund. I was already going, I have the music and everything. What? So, just I wanted to ask about the word cummerbund. Uh, does he spell it right? He does... spells it differently. Okay. The word is cummerbund. That's what I thought. But he does cummer. Okay. Bund. Get it? You get it? Yeah, it's kind of, it's a sexual thing. It is? Yeah, okay. man. Right. So, so is a cummerbund in a tuxedo. Oh, I did. It's really hot. No. Hot. The oh. word's cummerbund. It is? It is? Yeah. <gasps> wow, we're learning things, I'm guys. living a lie. Yeah, but all the... When in, I'm living a lie. In his videos, you can kind of hear a B in the, the first B, two Bs. Yeah, but my entire life, I thought it was cumb. No, you're... Me too. Cumberbund. That's, that's wrong. It's cummerbund is the, the thing on the tuxedo. But when he says it, he says DJ Cumberbund. And you know, I thought he was playing off of doing a sexual thing, cummerbund, no. just for fun. I have lived a lie... Mm-hmm. You know what, though? Since I was in junior high when I rented my first tuxedo <laughs> to go to our formal dance. You can't hear the word pronounced properly without thinking that... Cumberbund. Yeah. Well, you think cumbersome. Right. That Maybe too. that's I what have become cumbersome, cumbersome. Okay. to my tuxedo. Hey, that you guys Seven gonna, Mary Three song. You guys going to wear tuxes to uh, the Rock and Roll yes. Hall of Fame? Yes, I wasn't sure. The Radio <laughs> Hall of Fame. Not the, I keep doing oh what about God. the uh, uh, National Football Hall of Fame? <laughs> I was ceremony. told that uh, in, in the email that we got, they, they don't have the dress code information, but more than likely it will be black tie. So yes, I, okay. I actually bought a tuxedo. Steve and I went and accepted an award on behalf of the show for the, it was our service to America award for the National right. Association yeah. of Broadcasters. Right. That's just after we won the Oscar, the Tony, and the Right. And that was yeah. uh, Black Tie, but the Radio Hall of Fame, I believe, will be the same thing. So okay. make sure you get your tux. I'll wear a vest, not a cummerbund. Okay, fair enough. Well, we have him ready to go. Yes. And he won a uh, MTV Video Music Award, which we were blown away by. So cool, no doubt, because uh, of his talent. We certainly know that. Yeah. Uh, but I have a clip of the song. I'm going to play the hook. Love it. That he won for, uh, which, by the way, was for Best Audio Mashup. And here it is. I got me. title of the song is Shaxicula. Uh, and it's got Love Shack and Toxic and uh, from, from Britney Spears in there and uh, Dragula from Rob Zombie. Please welcome DJ Cumberbund. Yay! Yo, DJ. What's up, guys? Good morning, good morning. Good morning. Hey, by the way, what should I refer to you as when I speak your name? Like, I'm not, do I say, hey, DJ Cumberbund, or do I call you Cumberbund, or just come, or what? <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys are my friends, so my friends call me DJC. DJC. All right, like love it. it. Dude, you won an MTV Video Music <laughs> Award. What do you think about that? It is insanely surreal. Like, I, you know, when I got the email from MTV saying I was nominated, yeah. I went back and forth with emails because <laughs> I didn't think it was real. Yeah. Uh, you ever see that movie Rockstar where the, <laughs> that band Steel Dragon calls calls Mark Wahlberg and he hangs up on him? Yeah. The same thing. <laughs> no, I could see that. You would definitely could because right in this day and age, the likelihood of getting pranked by someone is extreme. Yeah. So you want to make sure you, you vet it completely. Once it sunk in, what was your reaction? Once it sunk in, I kind of turned to my wife and said, hey, babe. How does it feel to be uh, married to a VMA nominee? <laughs> like, I, I don't know what that means. Go take out the garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it hey, works. Hey, uh, DJC, what is more difficult? Is it more difficult to actually form the song audio-wise, or is it to actually create the video? Audio. Because you got to find the same key. you got to match tempo. Um, you gotta, yeah, there's a bunch of intricate processes in, you know, the, the lining up with the beat and the vocals and everything like that, whether it's slowing down or speeding up. So once that's done, then the, uh, the video just kind of, kind of flows. Yeah. Hey, how much, uh, as far as the audio, when you're, when you're cutting that together, what's average time on a project on one song, do you think? Well, it's depending on how intricate it is. Like, it could take me three days. It could take me eight hours. Okay. You know? Depending so on how much it, you want to just really dive into it and stick with it. Exactly. Okay. Now, I have a question about the award ceremony. Yeah. So, you get the you get the go-ahead. You're verified. Yeah, man, this is real. Um, do they give you a ticket, a pair of tickets, VIP passes, do you have to set up your own hotel accommodations and air? How does all that work? Um, so they gave me a pair of VIP tickets. Uh, I was sitting with all the has-beens and up-and-comers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was, there were so many people. They were so nice. Like, I met Tommy Lee. I met um, AJ from the Backstreet Boys, Nicholas Shea, Lance Bass. Um a couple of like huge people on social media, like uh, 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 Quen uh, Quen is her name, Quen Blackwell, uh-huh. uh, the gentleman Denzel. Like they they were such nice people. And as soon as they saw my outfit, they're like, "DJ Kamabon." I was just like, "Yeah, baby." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's, that's cool, cool. DJ. I love the mashup that you did with Lizzo and Peter Gabriel, "Sledgehammer's Hell," the Lizzo song and the and the Peter Gabriel song. I like I love both of those songs individually. And then when you put them together, uh, it's it's just pure magic. Um, when you hear uh, when you hear like Sledgehammer, for example, are you thinking, you know what? I can probably match up something, and then you'll hear Lizzo and know that they go together. Or how does that process work when you uh, find two songs and able to to meld them? When I hear a song that I know I want to work with, I kind of just listen to it over and over again, like at least for two or three days in a row, and then I'll find what key it is. I'll sit there. I'll. You know, because the way that I work is I try and be very organized and unorganized at the same time. Yeah. So I'll have lists of songs in certain keys, 
and then I'll compare lists and I'll be like, no, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. And if something goes together and I'm like, I really want these to go together. Well, then that's when it takes a little bit longer because I have to match the keys. Right. So, so what uh, do you consider it an achievement? Uh, if you can get through it without Frankensteining it too much, or is the real joy in really going to work with the scalpel and making them meld together properly? I mean, when things flow together without me putting too much uh, intricacies on it, right? It's, it's amazing. It's nice and quick. It's but if I know it's going to be a banger, then. I don't mind putting in the work. All right. Okay. Did you meet the other people that you were nominated up against? I met uh, Adam, uh, which is Dada Music. Uh-huh. He's from L.A. He was really nice. He came up to me, uh, said, if I had to lose to anybody, I'm glad it was you. Oh, that's, that's nice. Cool. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, he was really cool. And we saw that um, the B-52s were totally behind you and supporting. Uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, they've been great. They've been uh, fully supporting it. They helped put me, you know, the, their management team has been supporting it. They they reached out to me a couple of times, said, oh, my God, I can't believe this. <laughs> um, it, it's been it's been surreal. So, people have my cell phone number now. <laughs> so, <laughs> DJC, so you know what, in, in the past, and, and now there's, there's all kinds of different categories for the uh, MTV Video Music Awards, but in the past, it would just be, okay, the videos that were played on MTV, they were the ones that were in consideration for awards. How did the governing body come across your videos? Was it just on YouTube and they got so much traction that somebody noticed and they just threw them in with the other nominees? Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea how you got narrowed down to be one of these nominees? I don't have a full idea, but I have a guess. Yeah. And I think that the... Up-and-comers at, at MTV or Viacom started to say, hey, we need to pay more attention to social media mm-hmm. and not just the artists that have been around or major label artists. So I think that's when they went around and started to really look at who's got followers, who's got views, what what contributed to the view, and stuff like that. So let me ask you, 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 win, uh, you win the award, you get the, the Moon Man trophy. Uh, the ceremony's over. You're lugging that thing around for the rest of the night, I guess. Where did you go? What did you do? I went across the street and had pizza. <laughs> That's the way did to you do it. you set the moon man on the table next to your pizza? It, it was surreal. I'm sitting there. Everybody's looking at me like, is this guy for real? Who is this guy? <laughs> That's the best. So where is it? where is it sitting right now? Where would you put it in your house? Next to my 2020 Webby. <laughs> oh, yeah, you which you got as well. That's so excellent. let me ask you, when you get this award, and you are known, obviously, for your abilities producing and doing things like that, do you think this is this uh, this push? You said people have your cell phone number. Now you have theirs. Uh, you think some of that, you know, uh, like album producing might be offered uh, to you because you certainly have the chops. Uh, you know, I certainly hope so. I mean... Yeah, this is a huge accomplishment, and uh, I'm hoping, I'm definitely hoping it kicks open some doors. Yeah. Hey, do you do uh, live events? Do you actually mix? Um, actually, we're we're in the process of talking about a tour, a nationwide tour. So, okay. wow, we'll see what happens. All right, if you uh, if you include Philly in that, we'll help get the word out, man. 
Definitely. I'm definitely coming to visit you guys. Yes. Yeah. I love it, man. That's great. So uh, are you have you been working on anything now? Is everything just kind of put on hold since all this excitement has been taking place? Uh, a little bit of both. Like, uh, you know, I, I just dropped a short clip of the um, Big Willie style Ariana Grande that I, I popped out. Um, so that one's getting jiggy with it and Ariana Grande. That one. People seem to really like that one. Yeah, you know, we've said many times, you know we've said this, is that we would, if if these songs, you know, if, if you released an album, or and I don't know what nightmare that'd be to secure the rights for all the music, but... Uh, you know, I, I there's there are definitely versions, your mixes that I would purchase that in 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 some ways I I prefer over the original source material. Yeah. So uh, I mean I I don't know that's obviously occurred to you, but is that something you think you might pursue? I would love to pursue that. I know you know w- over the past month we did release uh, my own Spotify channel. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, which only has the one song Shrekicula on there. <laughs> <laughs> But we're getting there. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the Yule log around Christmas. It runs all the time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you haven't gotten to a point yet where where this is the only thing you do, right? Like you you have a a day job, correct? Yes, but uh, you know, fingers crossed. Shortly, hopefully, I can do this full time. Yes, I, I, I have every confidence that'll happen. And I've forgotten what uh, what part of the country do you reside in? Oh, well, no. You're Long Island. There you oh, go. So that was easy for yeah. you then. All right. So cool. all right, now that when people find out uh, who you are and what you do, do they automatically make suggestions to you now? <laughs> yeah, that's been happening for years. Okay. Do you <laughs> hate yeah. that? Or do you, or do you in- there are sometimes that I flat out tell people, no, that doesn't work. Go away. So uh, because. You, you have know, one in mind? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no. no. I, w- I would never, but yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> no, but, I, I, you know, I have friends with uh, with comedians, like our friend Pat House. You yeah. know, he's a comedian, and he's also, a, he tends bar. And I actually was there. I was present when somebody said to him, don't put this in your act. And so, but, like, comedians get that all the time, and they also get, oh, you should do this. And I wasn't sure if you invite that stuff or if you just, you know, in one ear, out the other. No, I definitely invite it because, you know, I always look to open my mind to different types of music. But there are times that people, like, say, oh, this will be great together. And then I'll look at them and be like, no, it won't. <laughs> you got to be honest. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And what type of music is your is your go-to? Like, when you're not mashing something up, what do you listen to? Well, that actually all depends on the day. Okay. So on a day that starts with M, it'll probably be hip-hop. On a day that starts with W, it'll be country. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Thursday and Friday, I'm listening to Yes and Prog Rock. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, awesome. That's yeah, cool. it's just all the day. Yeah, it gives you more ingredients for your mashups. Uh, yeah. the, the more music you are exposed to, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, then nice. I dare you uh, to include uh, incorporate fish. Into oh, the there, it <laughs> there it is. It's Casey's favorite band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have to sit in a drum circle for that one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, listen, DJC. We're very proud of you, man. We just want to congratulate you and. Uh, Find out a little bit about the experience from you, and so uh, we're we're happy for your success, bud. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. You guys have been uh, supporters since day one, and I really appreciate it. I will come down to Philly eventually. I promise. Awesome, yeah, bud. Nice. All right, we'll talk soon. Take care. Thanks for coming yeah. on, DJ. Cover guys. Wow. Shaq, sick, you.
way, I think Toxic is probably my favorite Britney Spears song. Is that right? I it's, actually, a cat, it's as catchy as it gets. I, I like the rhythm, which he's using for the bass of this song, uh, the, the bass part. And uh, I know that, you know, maybe One More Time is the is the big hit from her, but I always thought Toxic was actually a pretty decent song. Uh, you've seen, we played the video of her rubbing her own face against the inside of the shower stall and getting that Toxic. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? No. What yeah, is so it? she's in, she, after she just, just took a shower, she's in her shower stall, and she rubs her face down the wet glass on the inside, and it sounds like the sound from Toxic. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the squeak. <laughs> was it Britney doing that? It was that? Britney herself that was doing it. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. I don't know I if you have see that. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway, DJ Cummerbund, friend of ours. Yes. Now uh, winner of an MTV Video <laughs> Music Award. That's, Here's uh, the video without the audio press. That's very cool. Oh, <laughs> and so they put that. Okay, I see what you're saying. Somebody dubbed uh, that squeaky sound. Or that, it's mm-hmm. actually, they actually generate it. You actually oh, they hear do? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, with the squeaky. And then they uh, then they added it in later to the... She's, uh, she's having fun, isn't she? And the dude uh, is her, <laughs> yeah, her new fiancé. Yeah. I forgot to ask uh, Cummerbund about Macho Man. Randy oh, Savage. Oh, God damn it. Right, that was, on the, that was on the top of my mind to do that. Oh, wait, here's the audio of Britney. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, we got a couple of minutes, right? Yes. Uh, Kathy, you sent over and hang on a second. It was the story about uh, the local guy who's going into space. Oh, yeah. Jared Isaacman. Is this yeah. your new character, the recipient? <laughs> no, no. I am the recipient. We don't, we don't need it. Okay. Uh, any more characters. Yeah, so this dude is uh, he's going up on the SpaceX flight. Today, that's I very think. cool. Kev, yeah. he's he is a high school dropout, is he not? Uh, I don't know about that. He's very wealthy, uh, right? I know that he, he's a local guy. Yeah. Um, and he is a billionaire, and I know that right. a money he donates a lot of money to St. Jude's. He's a billionaire. Yes, yeah, he's a billionaire. Like, like a billion. And he's a pilot <laughs> himself. Uh, all right. So here's what I want. What we were like con- concerned about, and maybe somebody knows, but it says here in this press release that the SpaceX flight. Uh, on September 14th, we'll launch a crew on a four of uh, four on a three day journey mm-hmm. to space. I didn't think that they were orbiting yet uh, in these <sighs> capsules. I guess I mean they they sent a crew to the space center so they can right. get into an an yes. orbit uh, altitude. But I didn't know that they were doing this type of thing. Are, yet. are they doing that? Are they I, going I, to the international? I think so, and so they're, they're, wait, you, they're going to the ISS. It doesn't say that. Oh, oh no, no, no. I'm sorry. I, 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 just, I, I was saying. I think a, they're they're orbiting a three day uh, trip. Okay. Uh, so there's a documentary I'm watching on Netflix. It's a four part series. I'm I'm not all the way through it just yet, but it starts with him, and and then it goes to the other crew members on the the um on that's going to be in this spaceship with him. And one of them is because Kathy he donates so much to St. Jude's. Mm-hmm. There's a girl uh, who is a cancer survivor. Uh, she had uh, cancer when she was like ten years old. So they chose her, and they chose these four crew members based on their stories, not necessarily their uh, their ex- expertise right. or, or space you know, aptitude or anything along those lines. Well, that's cool. And so they were they chose him, and then her, and then. Um, uh, Gary Lauer. Gary Lauer. Just Notice we haven't heard from him in a little. Hey, Houston, I think I lost my jam. <laughs> His teeth are floating around in the capsule. It blew out the vacuum chamber. 
But when he was in high Oops, school, I opened the airline. Houston, we got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't necessarily. He didn't drop out because he was a bad student. He just. Um, he took a job with a tech company instead of going okay. to school and at, started working. He was a go-getter. At, yeah. By the way, at the age of 14, he did that. Oh, yeah. Wow. So yeah. did, they, did they post the salary as a billion, or did it was it just a... No, it was like a billion. Oh, like, oh. billion. <laughs> so that's what confused me when you said he was a dropout. Right. Yeah. He didn't drop out because he was an underachiever. Yeah, no. he was an overachiever. He was an overachiever, and he needed to move on to bigger, more challenging things. Wow. Uh, so the crew wow. of four, they will launch them into orbit this week on a mission lasting at least three days that will take them 360 miles from Earth. Okay. Uh, oh, speaking of space stuff, I want to recommend a book. A listener recommended this to me. Casey is listening to the audio book. Um, and it is from an author named Andy Weir. And he wrote uh, the book for which became the movie The Martian. Yes. Uh, and that book is fantastic, The Martian. It's it's the it's the movie, but so much more, as is always the case. Uh, but on a technical side, it's amazing. But there's it's a it's a book called Project Hail Mary. I'm about I'm a little over three quarters of the way through. I'm almost finished. I'll finish it in the next couple of days, and I am absolutely loving this book. Is it a space uh, based? It thing? is. Okay, well, there it you go. is, and it's it's there's so much. Science and technical stuff that he finds a way to make it easier for the layman to right. understand mm-hmm. and presented in not only that way, but a lot of humor involved as well. There's That's a lot. There's a same lot, with the Martian, right? Yes, yeah, same with the Martian. There's a lot of funny stuff in there along with serious science-based things. And he, what's this guy's background, Andy Weir? Because he, good he, question. he, I mean, in addition to being an author, he's got to have. He mashes degrees. up songs. <laughs> I don't know if he He's does He's got to have some kind of science degree. Uh, yeah. Nick's going to look it up right now and find out. Um, or does great research. Yeah, maybe that's yeah. it. But but he seems like he would be... He, it seems like it's coming from him, but I don't know. Nick's uh, looking He was it up a right computer now. programmer at one point, so okay. I mean, he's got a tech background. All right. Um, maybe he's just got a knack for... He won the John W. Campbell Award, which is one, is the, uh, the highest, one of the highest honors for a... Uh, a writer, sci-fi. Okay. Writer. In 2015, he uh, lived in a rented two-bedroom apartment. Well, there's That's that. Cool. Too. Uh-huh, that was With, in California. J.K. Uh, Rowling. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he also wrote another book called Artemis. I read that one. Wasn't quite as good as The Martian. Stunk. It was pretty decent. <laughs> but I am loving Project Hail Mary. And by That's the way, right. they are <laughs> they are making a movie about it. And um, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. There you go. He's dreamy. It's mainly a. Uh, it's for the most part, it's one person, like the Martian. Like the Martian Fo- focuses yeah. on a, on a, a one person against some serious odds. Um, but um, yeah, just want to recommend that if you're looking for something interesting and science based uh, to read, like you, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, listen, I need to go back to this Jared guy for a second because I'm reading a little bit about him. Yeah. Um, so he's the founder and CEO of an Allentown-based uh, payment processing firm. It's called Shift Four Payments, uh, and it's. Uh, Shift 4 handles payments for a third of America's restaurants and hotels. Wow. Uh, he took the company public in June of 2020. He started the firm at 16 years old in his Man. parents' basement in New Jersey in 1999. That's like Richard Branson. Like, he started his it's thing incredible. when he was a teenager yes. in, in, his, in his house. Uh, and then listen to this. Okay, so in 2011, he founded Draken International. It's a defense firm that trains Air Force pilots, and he owns the world's largest private fleet of military aircraft. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what, what is his level of um, uh, pilot capability? He, he is a pilot. I don't know. He's uh, flown, like, fighter jets. and Really? Uh, yeah. That's, so that's what I Hovercraft? 
No. Not still, Well, I don't know. They still pretty cool. They didn't touch on that in the documentary. Yeah, they didn't say he didn't. They didn't say he didn't. Right. So, um, I, yeah. my friend is, is friends with him. Okay. Um, and so, w- I tried to get him on before he left. Uh, it was so hard to even, like touch him or his you know his his pr um but he he knows that that we want him to come on and he said uh when he comes back he's gonna um contact my friend and hopefully we can get him on Does he? we're hall of famers yeah I, that you know what we, that we won I'll the academy off. award okay. yeah uh, so so <laughs> uh does he live in the area Yes, he does. He he. Um, so his his company's out of Allentown. I believe he lives in Bethlehem now. Okay, okay. all right, all right. Same as Jesus, mm-hmm. where he was born. That's right. And hey. Jesus did a lot of uh, payment programs for restaurants. And I, I mentioned uh, Branson. So I saw this story the other day. Uh, Virgin Atlantic is experimenting with what they're calling the booth. The booth. It says a new social space for upper class passengers on their A three fifty aircraft. Uh, the airline describes the booth as a cozy corner that provides com- comfy lounge-style seating for two. A cozy, comfy corner? Separated mm-hmm. by a table. Oh, we're looking at it. The styling and finishes, which include luxurious leather seats and almond gold highlights, are designed to be in tune with the airline's award-winning loft space featured across the main A350 fleet. So this is... So basically, you're bringing nightclub style That's seating. Kind of what it looks like into. So I used to love on the the 747s the lounge upstairs. I never saw that. Me so I, I got to go up cool. a couple. It was awesome. It yeah. was such a yeah. wild thing to go up a a, a, a circular staircase, spiral staircase, spiral staircase. Yes. <laughs> Up to the thing, there was a, the, a, one of the times I went up. There was literally a guy playing a piano. Wow! And uh, it used to be when my dad was working for uh, Diners Club years ago. We flew out to the coast a few times, and 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 that that's as a kid, you're like, what? Yes. And then the problem was is that it was it's you know it's removed from the rest of the plane, and that's your entrance to the cockpit up there. So it, it was it's problematic on a security level, right? Yeah. yeah. In nineteen eighty, booze right behind the cockpit. Right, right, yeah. In nineteen eighty nine or nineteen ninety, Steve, I did. I went to France and uh, we flew a seven forty seven, but we started in Philly and then actually flew to JFK in New York. Yeah, and, yeah. And to pick up most of the passengers that were getting on the plane, so we had a really quick flight from Philly to New York before we flew across the ocean. But we were in the seven forty seven, and awesome. this was obviously pre nine eleven, and so we were able to sort of. Get free reign in the plane, and we were they they just let us go up and hang out upstairs in the that's lounge. Awesome. You, you could, and that's I love the design. I love the way the seven forty seven looks oh, too. With too. that, when, when did they decommission those? I mean, okay, they, so they don't fly at all. No, yeah. they still oh. fly. Do okay. they seven forty sevens? Yeah, do they? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I've seen them. Uh, I've saw one at the airport. Uh, this summer when I went flying. Or maybe they just stopped producing. So I kind of have a bone to pick with uh, Richard Branson. He's never going to hear this, but... uh, How do you know? uh, (laughs) Well, he might. Could be in Kensington right now. So uh, Chuck D'Amico was at a bar called the Soggy Dollar in the Virgin Islands. Right. Right. And when he was there, Richard Branson was there. Yes. And because I believe Richard Branson has a island out there. So Richard Branson is at this bar with all these other people... And he doesn't buy everybody a drink. I feel like when you're a billionaire, you're sort of obligated to make sure everybody's drinks are covered. Every time you go out? Every time you go out. That's no. bogus. Yeah. I no. think you should go out in whatever city you're in, you should cover everyone's meals and drink. <laughs> I don't know how many people are at said soggy dollar, but it couldn't be that many. What but... if he just paid, used his own aircraft to transport in organs for an organ donor transplant gratis? 
to make some little child give a little child a chance on life. Okay. Now, I, I, now I, don't you feel stupid? Yeah. I don't think you'd want to put the spotlight on yourself every time you go into an establishment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And make a big fuss. Right, right. Maybe. You know what? But there's a way to, like, do Otherwise, it. he gets, no, they say, oh, look at Mr. Moneybags. You don't think, you think you're better than us? Yeah. What, I can't pay for my what? own drinks? What, am I a loser? Dude, stop Over it. Here? When people want to buy you a drink... You don't care. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, I get it. You're so rich. I you, I can't afford it. I'm just a mook. Get out of here with your island and your virgin crap. Uh, going back to this uh, Virgin Atlantic thing, how much are the seats for this lounge? It doesn't say. I would... Like when you see crazy rich Asians, or you know the, oh the pods, God. you know the pods that you can fly in, and, yeah. and and certain flights are like I to me that's the lap of luxury, right? It looks really really appealing. However, the cost associated with it to me, oh yeah, and I'm not filthy rich, tons of money, but like, is it is it worth it to just like to be no. in a plane to fall asleep for six hours? So so on the crazy rich Asians things, you're you're, you're looking at. Um, uh, I, I, we priced them out a, a while ago. My wife was just as, as a joke, you know, to see what that just would, for fun, would yeah. cost. So if I've not been in the lap of luxury, one time I got bumped up. I forget where we were coming from. Maybe it was from, from England into the, the crotch of luxury. So okay. so it was <laughs> it was one of those extended um, bed oh. sort of things where you have. Uh, oh, like side by they, side they almost? They stagger yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And you have a little. And that was like, wow. Okay. Because so to that point. If you are taking a vacation and you arrive and you are completely wiped out because you could not sleep a second, right. then you've actually lost a day in your like location. So if you look at it that way and yeah. it's within the realm of acceptable, mm-hmm. it's worth springing for. If it's the down payment... You right. know, on, right. a, on a Lamborghini or no, then it's, I can't, I, I don't see how you could justify that. Do you remember when we broadcast in London and we flew there, we got to the airport and we basically just drove straight to the broadcast. We how, did. how much did you guys actually get to sleep on that flight? Not Very a lot. Very little. Yeah. yeah. I usually, I usually don't. Preston and I were, we were knitting a, uh, <laughs> uh, it was, it was a it was sweater a for Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was cold. But you know what? Flying, uh, flying internationally, usually your seats are a little bit nicer, a yes. little bit bigger, a little booze. bit more comfortable. They give you the booze no matter what. Um, so it, it usually is a, a more like like it's easier for me to get a little bit on of a one to ten scale. What's your usual success rate with ten being flat Sleeping? out of sleep? What what's what do you oh, man. usually achieve? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Unless I'm just so exhausted that I don't care what position my body is in and I just have to sleep out of pure necessity. Yeah. Um, there have been a few times I've slept fairly well, but for the most part, I just can't. I don't know if it's the people around me. I think it's mainly the position. I I don't. I need to lay down, man. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you I one. Need to lay down. Well, one, and that's what these, these, these offset cubicles type things do. They allow you to lay down. But one of the things that I would love to see more on planes, which they don't have, are those sort of flaps that keep your head yeah, in position. Yeah, why don't they have that? That should be a standard. They had these on, on an international flight, and it might have been when we were going to uh, England or another time that I, that I was lucky enough to take an international flight. But these these bendable flaps on yeah. either side, on, on your headrest that are able you to lay your head to the side yeah. and and have a place to, to rest it so your neck isn't in some bizarre contorted Position, yeah, it's yeah. just you're right. We every, every every flight aircraft should have yeah. those. Yes, on them. I agree. What the hell do we know? Even hovercraft. <laughs> Hang on, I want to go to um, Ed because he worked with Richard Branson. Hi, Ed. Good morning, Gadzook. Gadzook, Gadzook sir. Hey, What's up, my man? 
Um, yeah, so I work for a video production company locally, and we've uh, we filmed with uh, with Richard Branson quite a few times down on Necker Island in the uh, in the Virgin Islands. And I will say they, it's all been for charity golf and tennis um, events. And I will say he's probably one of the most humble, welcoming uh, people. It's uh, great. We were there with a number of uh, very high dollar donors, and he came over to us as vendors and welcomed us to his island, told us to make our ourselves at home, wow. you know, make a drink, all of that. I, I will say he was probably one of the, the most humble and genuine, uh, you know, billionaires I've ever met. I heard that about him, and Chuck actually interacted with him, right? Yeah, they had a little bit really of an nice. interaction, yeah. yeah. And did he make he a asked, he, go, he asked Chuck to buy <laughs> drinks for the bar, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. He does go out a lot in the islands, and uh, the Soggy Dollar, I think at most there might be like 50 or 60 people there at a time. Uh, it's a pretty it's a pretty small but very well-known bar. Um, and uh, so I don't know about uh, treating everyone each time, but I, I know for him he, he does do a lot um, for the islands and trying to make Make sure that uh, that people, um, you know, have money after the hurricanes and, and you know, we're having, you know, their homes rebuilt and everything else. He, he does a lot for the islands as well as for other charitable causes. No, that's good. Listen, I, I, I prefer to hear that than, you know, someone yes. say, and I've, I've heard similar things about Elon Musk, you know, and, and uh, you, you would want that. You that know, he's that, a nice guy. Nice guy, too. Yeah. Hmm. The, the yep. super rich, nice guy club. <laughs> uh, all right. Ed, exactly. appreciate it, man. That's a cool story. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Take All right, care. we'll see you later. So the worldly should, known good guy club, Steve. We should broadcast from the British Virgin Islands and find yeah. out. I would like to. You know? It'd be nice, wouldn't it? All right. Well, anyhow, uh, we should take a break because we got another shot of $500 coming up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And that is with the MMR money clip, and I want to make sure that we stay on time with that. So we will return in a moment. We'll get to the bizarre file when we get back, so make sure you stay close. We'll be right back. presents MMRBQ Saturday, September 25th at BB&T Pavilion The All Day Rock Festival yeah, It's gonna be good, huh? Featuring Jane's Addiction The Offspring and Cheap Trick We're gonna be drinking, we're gonna have a good time Tickets to Party on the Lawn start at just 25 bucks and get you general admission for the first five bands Dirty Honey, Dorothy, Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen, Aaron Jones and Foxtrot and the Get Down MMRBQ 2021. We're ready to rock! From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Presented by Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. In the heart of South Philly. Game on. Uh, let's see. Casey, we're going to need to switch those things up because oh, yeah. it's not quite time. He had the uh, the little money clip ready to go, but we're yeah. still we're nine minutes away. So we'll hold off on that in a moment. But I will remind you a couple other things going on. We have a chance for you to win a Preston and Steve-themed tattoo today. It is Tattoo Tuesday, and that's from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Uh, they're at 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. Of course, you can text the word TATTOO to 39333, and you'll be automatically registered to win. A handy reminder, too. Two things coming up, just to give you a heads up. A week from uh, Saturday is MMRBQ 2021. Unbelievable. Yep, it will be here before you know it. One day, eight bands, tickets at $25 to begin with. Uh, so if you have not gotten those yet, make sure you do get them and join us. We'll all be there. Yes. And we would love to see you. And then the other thing is our Camp Out for Hunger is earlier this year, and it's going to be November 1st. 
to the 5th, so several days ahead of when we normally start that, about three weeks prior to we uh, when we normally do it. It's the day after Halloween. Uh, so we're just getting the word out there and making sure that you know that it is going to be taking place then. So just heads up, the Camp Out for Hunger begins November First. All right, we can do the bizarre file now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre file, and it is brought to you by Horizon Services' best deal ever. Sign today on a new heating and cooling system, and you can get a free upgrade worth up to two thousand dollars. Plus, Horizon will install as soon as tomorrow, or it's free. Visit HorizonServices.com. Uh, let's begin with this one in England. A woman dressed as a nun was seen cavorting with a skeleton beside a graveyard. Oh, that's wrong on so many levels. The jaw-dropping sight was captured on camera by a passing car passenger. Uh, the woman was wearing a cream nun's habit and coif headpiece. Hmm. She was seen appearing to dance with one model human skeleton and playing with another of what looked like a dog. Uh, a witness... She's having a great, great time. ...said, literally, she stood at the cemetery on Spring Bank West opposite of the turnoff, and she was dancing with the skeleton. Uh, she said it was clearly attracting a lot of attention with people stopping to watch nearby and people in their cars looking. <laughs> a second person could be seen filming the bizarre scene, suggesting the dancing nun was being filmed as part of a stunt or art project. It, it, it seems kind of weird. We're looking at a picture of the still. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely... She's definitely into it. I saw a giant human scarecrow, uh, I think it was the day before yesterday, I was driving by a, um, a cornfield, and there was a guy on stilts dressed ah. as a, a scarecrow or something like That's that. That's great. So, I waved to him. And what did he okay. do? He waved back. <laughs> All right. Preston. And there he, there he was. Uh, Mars used to drive around with a... That's right. Yeah, former yeah. intern. Yeah. Former intern, uh, Demera. yeah, she, she would keep a, a, a human skeleton. I love that. Model sitting in the passenger seat. She wouldn't cavort with it in a field, though. That's crazy. Yeah, don't know about all that. Uh, bears like cozy spots. A man from Steamboat Springs, Colorado, says he put a couch out on his back deck for outdoor lounging, uh, but it's now unusable because a local bear adopted it as its nightly hangout spot. This is great. <laughs> oh, man. What? I wonder what the poor bears are doing. Uh, Chris Ward said he put the couch out in the spring and soon found out it was hosting the bear. And the animal has been shredding it, by the way. Oh, uh, you don't shred it. Uh, Ward says... Why can't we have nice things? Uh, the couch is so shredded, he is no. it's no longer usable. Uh, so shredded. So shredded, man. Uh, but that he'll leave it out until the bears go into hibernation for the winter. Uh, he also adds that he's been careful to keep his property free of garbage or food. Uh, this is a disturbing story, okay? All right. A uh, 15-year-old from Georgia will not be indicted with murder for shooting his abusive father in the head and killing him. Tucker Gales uh, did not dispute that he shot 66-year-old Wesley Jordan Gales in the head with a twenty-two caliber uh, in uh, October. Uh, the younger Gale said that the reason he did it was because, quote, he had enough of his father abusing his mother. It's horrible. Uh, Wesley Gale's history of domestic violence and abuse against both his son and ex-wife was well documented. For instance, uh, there was a reported incident where Wesley Gale's allegedly threatened to shoot his son in the head and kicked his ex-wife in the groin area. Oh, my God. Uh, as recently as May 2020 and just months before he was shot, 
Uh, Wesley Gales pleaded guilty to domestic abuse and child cruelty charges. Mm. Uh, although Tucker Gales was initially charged as an adult with murder, uh, friends and supporters started a GoFundMe shortly after the shooting, saying that Tucker took action and shot his father, who was abusing him and his mother. The police visited the home multiple times since 2011. No action was ever taken to remove his family from the danger in the home. Uh, he pleaded for help on multiple occasions, and the system failed him, according to uh, Emily Martinez, the organizer, organizer of the GoFundMe campaign. Uh, in the end, the grand jury agreed that the that just course of action in this case was no true bill, meaning that they weren't going to hold him responsible yeah. for it. He was a kid. He saw this going on, and unfortunately, I don't know how this guy was able to get around the law. Yeah, well, the system clearly failed him. But he did, yeah. and he just felt that this was all he could do. And it's you know, it's a weird situation because you don't want to promote the fact that you can go out and kill someone to end a situation no. like that. But, you know, that's the way that uh, that the jury saw it. Well, this is how you can pay, or not how you pay a toll. The Florida Highway <laughs> Patrol says that Mark Filiaw was booked into the county jail on Saturday on charges that he kept exposing himself to various toll collectors over the span of a week or so. This is my penis. Seven <laughs> instances, by the way, happened on three days around 7 a.m. as he entered the cash lanes of the toll plazas. Oh, is that the new system, Easy Penis? He faces multiple <laughs> charges of indecent exposure. I wonder how many times your average toll taker sees that. has seen a penis. Yeah, uh, and they're sure in their years of service because you know you go too quickly and you're on your way. Yep, uh, a man hid his mother's body in the basement for more than a year in order to continue receiving her pension and nursing allowance. Uh, police, you hear this constantly. Yeah, police in Austria have said this. Uh, officers paid a visit to the man in the Innsbruck area last weekend. Uh, because suspicions had arisen that his 89-year-old mother had died. Oh, she's she's fine. Let me go get her. She's in the basement in a box. In June of 2020, uh, they said in a statement that the 66-year-old admitted in questioning to having her body in the basement after she died at home so that he could keep receiving her benefits. Uh, investigations so far suggest that he took in a mid-five-digit sum of euros. Uh, authorities conducted an autopsy, and they said no. there's no evidence of foul play. So she may have just died. And then he just didn't. Just kept the body. Yeah. Didn't, didn't anything. report anything. Yeah. Uh, a defendant who was shot by an officer after attacking a bailiff in a North Carolina courtroom died. Uh, a police officer shot Christopher Thomas Vaughn after he tried to take the bailiff's weapon in the Person County Courthouse. You can't do that. No. Uh, Vaughn was taken to Duke University Hospital. He died there. Uh, the officer's hand was broken while the bailiff had a gash on his head and scratches on his neck. Both were treated at the hospital and have since been released. The investigation in the shooting is ongoing. Here's a story out of Ireland. Dogs like balls, even balls used in professional sports. Cameras were rolling on Saturday during the Women's All-Ireland T20 Cup Cricket semifinal match when a dog ran out onto the pitch and then stole the ball from them. <laughs> That's great. Uh, the game was happening between Breedy and CSNI. When the dog darted out, uh, the animal eventually gave up the ball and was led away from the field by his owner. Uh, its International Cricket Council celebrated the incident by dubbing the dog named Dazzle as its honorary player of the month. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. Uh, there's a great uh, <laughs> sequence in Ted Lasso. We were yeah, talking about yeah. that. 
show earlier that causes involves a deep depression. A dog. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's the very beginning of the very first episode yes. of the second season. It's uh it's funny and sad and all kinds of stuff. Um, uh anyhow, I need to wait at least fifteen more seconds. Gotta do it. To make it official and what make you sure the system? that we're not well, I don't want to jump the gun. Do you want to be a loose cannon today? For those who are preparing to get uh set to win uh some and money. Three. Two. Two and Three. And three. <laughs> <laughs> 933 WMMR. It's time for an MMR money clip. You know my name, correct? Yes, Pierre Robert. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's the name <laughs> of the song. Now, here's your money clip keyword. I know you. I listen to you every day. <laughs> All right, so the keyword is smile. S M I L E. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do it. You can uh, text special contest short code. Our number is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest, and that person will get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules available WMMR.com and is sponsored by Horizon Services. Seven chances to win each day. Keep that in mind. We're on number two, okay? So the word is SMILE, S-M-I-L-E. Good luck to you. On that note, we'll take a break. Come back in a second. Trash music news and more when we get back. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we have a final look. Is no, that final? No. no. Huh? Never mind. Uh, we're done with traffic. What the hell am I doing here? Okay. Um, we're going to do the lesson question. That's what we're going to do. We are going to give away a pair of tickets for movies at The Man on Saturday, uh, the 25th. Uh, Marvel Studios Black Panther in concert. So they'll be playing the music and be watching the movie. Awesome. Really cool thing. So the question that we're going to go with this morning is if they brought back, if they were brought back from extinction, where could Woolly Mammoth's find work? 215-263-WMMR. If they were brought back from extinction, where could Woolly Mammoth's find work? 215-263-WMMR. If you know, call now. Let's see if you get it right and we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by the Dead Daisies Tour at uh, Landis Theater in Vineland, New Jersey. Saturday night, doors open at 7. And the Dead Daisies serve up a tour like no other. The LandisTheater.com. For your tickets. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Kristen Stewart says she felt the presence of Princess Diana while on the set of her new movie, Spencer, in which she plays the tragic royal. Stewart says Diana came to her in her sleep and told her to pretend that she was visited by her because it would be great marketing for the movie. Hey! <laughs> Britney Spears just got engaged to fiancé, excuse me, Sam Ashgari, but says she's in no mad rush to get married. 
Spears says she would like a little time to plan the wedding and is looking at next year, which she believes is 1995. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, Kim Kardashian West stunned at the Met Gala last night, showing up in a black bodysuit that completely covered her head and face. Kim showed up stylishly late, but mostly because she had fallen down an open manhole. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash. All right, let's uh, see if you know the answer to this. Uh, if they are brought back from extinction, where could Willie Mammoths find some work? And we will go to Todd and see if... I'm sorry, no. Uh, hang on. I, can't, I hit the wrong button. Let me go to Todd. Hey, yeah. Todd, are you there? Ah, all right, Todd. Where can they find work, please? Kids' birthday parties. Yes. Yeah. Hang on, Todd. You got it right. We are going to give you a pair of tickets for Movies of the Man and Saturday, September 25th, Marvel Studios Black Panther in concert. The Man Center Festival Orchestra performs the Oscar and Grammy-winning score live while the film plays on high-definition or in high definition on a 40-foot screen and two lawn screens. You can visit mancenter.org for tickets and information. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Music News is brought to you by the Craft Beer Trail, and that is uh, covering... Uh, I'm sorry, let me try this again. The Craft Beer Trail of Greater Philadelphia, uh, covering five counties with over 90 breweries and 1,000 beers. Don't miss a fall weekend along the Craft Beer Trail of Greater Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Uh, You can get your fill at visitphilly.com. I'm sorry, I'm I'm juggling my papers here and trying to to read the sponsorship at the same time. Bam. So we're going to start with this one. Uh, Dorothy, uh, the artist who's playing the MMRBQ. Uh, posted a message on her Instagram last night, said, I am sad to say uh, that due to unforeseen circumstances, I will no longer be joining rival sons for their pressure and time 10-year anniversary tour. We thank them for inviting us out. I'm excited to see you again after almost two years and am planning to play most, if not all, of the same cities in the very near future. Stay tuned for more info and thank you Um, for your understanding. No reason as to why? No. Uh, in this uh, this past June, Rival Sons announced that Dorothy would support most dates on their Pressure and Time tour. And it was supposed to stop at the Fillmore uh, on October 23rd. No further details about why she had to cancel, but she did hop into the comments of her post to answer fan questions. One person wrote, I'm heartbreaking my, heartbroken, my daughter uh, and I were so excited to see you. To which Dorothy replied, we're working on something else, don't worry. Uh, good news is that no signs point to health issues. And she wrote... Come to our headlining shows in response to another fan who had commented very bummed. Uh, most importantly, uh, someone had asked, will you still be playing the MMRBQ? To which she replied with a very enthusiastic yes. All right, so good. That's all we know as of now. Lars Ulrich's sons, Miles and Lane, played their first show as Taipei Houston last Thursday at Alex's Bar in Long Beach, California. The band opened up for Dylan Carson, guitarist and founder of the Drone Heroes Earth with Miles on drums and Lane playing bass and providing vocals. Taipei Houston announced uh, their band back in August and began teasing with their debut show and first recorded music soon after on social media. So we'll see if they can follow up to the old yeah. man. Yeah. Ozzy Osbourne is releasing a new version of the song Hellraiser from his 91 album, No More Tears. Uh, the updated interpretation of the track features the first ever official version of the song with a mashup of vocals 
from Ozzy and the song's late co-writer and longtime friend, Lemmy Kilmeister of Motorhead. Uh, The expanded digital deluxe edition of No More Tears will be released on Friday. Oh, man, we're looking at the picture. This is one of Ozzy's more medicated periods. Yeah. Uh, Motorhead recorded their own version of Hellraiser and released it as a single uh, from their 1992 March or Die album. Ozzy said, I hope everyone enjoys the song. This is just a small way to honor my friend Lemmy. Sharon and I uh, talk a lot about how much we miss him. How is Ozzy's health? Does anyone know his status? I know he was doing pretty well. Yeah, I don't know. He's getting better. I haven't seen interviews, heard him speak, or anything like that in a while. Coldplay will release their anticipated collaboration with BTS called My Universe. What the hell? On September 24th. Will Chris Martin do those incredibly synchronized dances that BTS does? Uh, The track was written by Coldplay and BTS and will be sung in both English and Korean. Uh, My Universe is available to pre-order now or pre-save now with a CD single also available to order at myuniverse.coldplay.com. I know you're like me, Preston. You prefer all their songs in the original Korean. Of course. Yes, that's the way you need to listen. That's the way you listen to it. Axl Rose displayed his rarely seen nostalgic side on Sunday night during uh, Guns N' Roses concert at Atlantic City uh, in uh, the Estes Arena. Rolling Stone reported prior to the band launching into Don't Cry from 1991's Use Your Illusion, Rose shed light on how he and co-founding guitarist Izzy Stradlin came up with the tune. He said, uh, this next one is first song, the first song that was written for Guns N' Roses. I went over to Izzy's and I threw some rocks at his window he came to the window and was worried I came over there to kick his ass because we'd been in an argument for a few months. And he went on to remember, it was like the Blues Brothers. We got the band back together. We huh. sat down and I was like, hey, I got some really depressing lyrics. And he was like, hey, I got a really depressing guitar part. And I was like, perfect. We got it made. And so they wrote Don't Cry. I guess they just didn't decide to use it. Axel. <laughs> Until 1991. Sorry, should smaller rocks. There was, on Use Your Illusion, uh, Don't Cry was, there were two versions, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, one on each record. Right. Oh, is there? Two, yeah, there was two records that came out. Of just Jesus. different lyrics. Yeah. Know, I mean, it was, same, it's the same song, same just song. different lyrics on... on uh, don't Cry. <laughs> no, Don't Cry was the oh, okay. was definitely the chorus. But one, I think, was clearly better than the other. Okay. One last story. A Florida judge has canceled the trial for Rod Stewart. At his adult son and his adult son, I'm sorry, and scheduled a hearing next month to discuss a plea deal to resolve charges stemming from a New Year's Eve altercation with a hotel security guard nearly two years ago. This is Rod Stewart himself or his son? Uh, Both of them. Both of them. Court records show the hearing is set for October 22nd regarding a plea agreement to close the case without them needing to appear in court. If convicted, the Stewarts were facing a year in jail or probation and a $1,000 fine in terms of the agreement uh, the terms of the agreement are not yet clear. Sounds like a reality show. The Stewart's battery charges have been taken long to resolve because of the pandemic and settlement negotiations. Stewart and his son are accused of pushing and shoving the security guard, Jesse Dixon, at the upscale The Breakers Hotel, December 31st, 2019, because he wouldn't allow them into a New Year's Eve party. Hmm. Dixon told police officers that Stewart's group was at the check-in table for a private party that they weren't authorized to attend. Dixon said the group became loud and began causing a scene. Dixon told investigators he put his hand on the younger Stewart's chest and told him to back up and make space. That's when Sean Stewart, uh, the the star's son, got nose-to-nose with Dixon. Sean Stewart then shoved Dixon backwards, 
Rod punched Dixon in his left rib cage area with a closed fist. Oh, boy. Uh, Sean Stewart told investigators he became agitated when they weren't able to attend the event due to Dixon's interaction with him and his family. Two Breakers employees who were working the private event told police they saw Sean Stewart push Dixon and Rod Stewart punch the guard. Apparently, President, the guard had like a knife in his shoe and Rod Stewart saw that and then he kicked down and broke his knee. Well, it was time to not be nice. Yeah, it was time to not be <laughs> I think he said, like, left boot or something like left that. Boot. Yeah. Left boot. Left boot. Left boot. The arresting it's officer. It's the funniest thing. We break a guy's leg, but at the knee, he just collapses. That was so funny, that scene. They're, like, you know, yeah. on the other side of the bar. Yeah. And these people come walking, and he just goes, left boot. Yeah, that's how good his eyesight is. He could see it. He's like he a falcon. A, a knife in there. Got so anyhow, uh, the arresting officer said that he, he's got hemorrhoids. <laughs> Uh, the arresting officer uh, said he viewed security footage at the hotel and determined that the Stewarts were the primary aggressors. Wow. Whoa. Uh, but the guy called Rod Stewart's mother a whore. I know. And then is he was what she is. Yeah. <laughs> and I, thought you, I thought your hair would be higher. And that is all I have. I think you're sexy. In music <laughs> news. For <laughs> <laughs> Well, you just never think of Rod Stewart and his son brawling. Right. No, no, no. Did we, um... All right, so Roadhouse won over Point Break. That was the yeah. that was the better movie than yeah. Point Break. Yeah. Okay, in our polls, fifty one percent to fifty percent. It was a, it was a, a, a massive thumping, if I recall. <laughs> it was absolutely split down the middle. <laughs> All right, we should take a break and come back in a second. Get ready to wrap the whole thing up with Letter Day Word of the Week, and Jackie Bam Bam will be in now. Uh, Stay put, because we'll be right back. Lamar spotlights the best rock with Jackson's local shops. That's right, and this month's artist is Foxtrot and the Get Down. See him live at the MM Barbecue. Foxtrot and the Get Down, your local shots artist of the month. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Silly. I'm talking money, gang. I'm talking uh, the mmr money clip and more opportunities throughout the course of the day to win that's on the way all right so jackie's gonna get in here a bit and handle that for you in the meantime i want to thank our guest on the show today dj cummerbond uh who is fresh off of his uh mtv video music award he was uh, at the ceremonies and told us all about it he was really excited and look for him to be producing somebody yeah. of some uh reputation soon Super nice guy, so yeah. it's cool to have him on. Uh, let's see. Today is Tuesday, and that means we have ink to give away in the form of Tad Tuesday, and we got ourselves a winner. It's Chris Beatsy. Chris is from Brid- Bridgeport, PA, and gets a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Tad Tuesday on the Presidency Show is presented... By Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, you just visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoo. So congratulations to you, my friend. Uh, we got another day with Jackie Bam Bam. Hey! Well, my friends call me DJ JBB. DJ JBB. You're my friends, as I heard. How you doing, man? Bambino. Bam There he is. Sorry, I didn't hear that. How are you? I am wonderful. I love hearing Cumberbund on your show. On the ones and twos, that guy's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. How often do you spin? 
You know what's funny? I was thinking, man, if I was still in clubs, but when I was spinning close to 20 years ago, there was just CDs and vinyl. I couldn't do uh, mashing up like that. Mm-hmm. You know? with, with, yeah, yeah, but they, they still have the tactile, um, you know, the... the, the now the they discs, do, but yeah. back then, Steve, them, no. Yeah. I could, mashups are great. Like, Preston nailed it. I mean, yeah. you could put a... You know, uh, anybody. He put Hobbs music with, with B-52. B-52s. Right. Is that the song he won the MTV yes. Award? Uh-huh. That was great. And, I mean, that brings everybody out on a dance floor. I mean, those guys that do the mashups, uh, that's what it's all about. Man. Right. Keeping those extended uh it makes everybody happy, whether yeah. you like the cheese, you like the metal, you, you know, you mash it up and everyone's out on the dance floor having a good time. Getting cool. people moving. That's what you got to do. All right, we need to do the letter of the day. Ready? I am ready. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. The letter L as in lover. All right, we have two letters, three to go, six pack of pit tickets. As uh, Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia presents MM Barbecue 2021. A week from this Saturday on the 25th at BB&T Pavilion featuring Gene's Addiction, The Offspring, Cheap Trick, Dirty Honey, Dorothy Mammoth, Wolfgang Van Halen, Aaron Jones, and Foxtrot and the Get Down. Tickets uh, to the party on the lawn start at just 25 bucks. You can visit WMMR.com for all of the details. What do you have in store for today, bud? Uh, let me pull out my big cheat sheet. Of course, 12 and 2, your keyword worth $500. Your Money Clips Contest will give you a chance at winning that. On the docket for uh, Pierre's Workforce Blocks, two birthday salutes in the Skinner Nation today. And I will let you yell, free bird! Uh. So we'll get to that. Uh, we're going to go to where the hair was big, but the attitude was bigger. We're going to the galaxy. We're going to the Empire Rock Room. That equals Patch Chili Dogs. Who's that, Prespo? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Cinderella. <laughs> right on, my man. Ding, ding, ding. ding. (laughs) And we're going to up the Irons with Iron Maiden. Prize coffin could win you Black Crows tickets. I'm not done yet. Metallica remastered Black Album on vinyl. There you go. Lots to take in with Jackie today. I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show brought it in by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. Also, Acme, fresh foods, local flavors, and also the dead daisies at the Landis Theater in Vineland, New Jersey, this Saturday night, thelandistheater.com. All right. Tomorrow's program, uh, Wednesday, Fox Good Day. We'll do that. We also have From the Many Saints of Newark, which is the Sopranos prequel film. Uh, Michael Gandolfini will be yes. joining us. And Alessandro uh, Nivola will yeah. be on the program, too. Uh, Dickie Moltisanti, Christopher's father. And we're also going to have, uh, I can't read this, is it Melora Harden? Yes! Oh, yeah. Okay. Melora Harden she will be She was on Dancing us. with the Stars, and she was on The Office. She was oh. uh, uh, Michael Scott's girlfriend for a long time on The Office. Great. The jam, yeah. Excellent. So those things and more are taking place tomorrow. That's it. We're done. So rage on and have a great day, and we shall see you tomorrow. Fall in love with easy savings at JCPenney's Friends and Family Sale. Make yourself cozy with up to 50% off savings across the store. Plus, take an extra 30% off with coupon now through Sunday. Bundle up with new men's and women's outerwear styles. Or warm up the family in exertion activewear. Plus, give your home a refresh for less. New fall styles, great fall savings. J.C. Penney. Offers and coupons valid through 1010. Some exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Oh, yeah.